RetroSeasons.com for more sports history. On December 15, 1963, the Pittsburgh Steelers faced the New York Giants at Yankee Stadium in New York during week 14 of the 1963 NFL season. Coming into this final game of the regular season, the Giants, coached by Allie Sherman, were in first place in the NFL East, needing just one win to clinch a trip to the championship against the Bears. The Steelers, led by head coach Buddy Parker, were a decent team with a 7-3-3 record. This is the local New York radio broadcast featuring announcers Marty Glickman and Al DeRogatis. Dick Passanen, 
Jim Patton, and Dick Lynch. Alex Webster is in uniform today. He may play. He will not start. There's one of the giants out there wearing sneakers. That's Jerry Hillebrand wearing basketball shoes. We can note the difference immediately. Sneakers are white, but he is wearing the rest of the ball club thus far in black football shoes. So one of the Giants at least is wearing sneakers today. Talked to Coach Ali Sherman on the field before the game. He said he would recommend to his ball club that they wear cleats. And now as the rest of the Giants squad comes running on the field, we see that several of them are wearing sneakers. Ken Byers, for one, is wearing sneakers. And I think uh, Jerry Hillebrand, I know, is. And Lane Howell is also wearing sneakers. Eleven weeks ago, the Pittsburgh Steelers passed the Giants of Pittsburgh 31 to nothing. I'm sure you know that Y.A. Tittle did not play in that game. In a long rivalry between these two teams, the Giants have won 32 games, Pittsburgh 21. Two games have ended in ties. This is the 56th game between these two teams in regular season competition. If the Giants win today or tie, they win the Eastern Division Championship. If Pittsburgh wins, they win the Eastern title. Pittsburgh will have a record of eight wins, three losses, and three ties. Disregard the ties. The record would be eight and three for a winning percentage of 727. If Pittsburgh wins, the Giants' record would be 10 and four, and their record would be 714. So by percentage points, Pittsburgh would win the title if they win the ball game today. If this game winds up in a tie, the Giants will have a percentage of 769 and Pittsburgh 700. The Giants will win the championship. And of course, if the Giants win, that's it. Of course, the other most important ball game today is that Chicago between the Detroit Lions and the Chicago Bears. And if Chicago wins those ties in that game, they win the Western Division championship. If Detroit wins that game, then the Green Bay Packers who defeated San Francisco yesterday, 21-17. Green Bay will have successfully defended this championship. But those are the various developments which this afternoon will bring to a close. And uh, the two captains have met at midfield. The Giants lost the toss. Pittsburgh will be receiving. For a word or two before we get into the ballgame, let's call on Aldi Regattas. Well, Marty, you can really sense the great enthusiasm. Not only did I sense it in the locker room, but you can sense it here. The fans have really picked this up. And, and, and Marty, I look forward to a really great first quarter. These boys, both teams seem extremely loose, and I think we'll see some really ferocious hitting. Probably the Steelers will try to contain the football, keep it on the ground, see whether they can establish a running game. So uh, a great of the weight now will rest on the Giants' big four and the big three linebackers. It should be a really great first quarter. New York Giants have swung out along their own 35-yard line. They're wearing the home uniforms of blue. Gary Ball and Clinton Thomas back at the goal line are ready for the kickoff. Don Chandler moves forward and boosts the ball. A low kick, end over end, bounding down into the end zone. And Clinton Thomas picks it up. And falling down in front of him was Gary Borman, who slipped. He's wearing cleats, and that's the closed, frozen portion of the field. Clinton Thomas did not run it out. It's an automatic touchback. And it's first and ten now for the Pittsburgh Steelers on their 20-yard line. Just the start of things, of course, before a capacity crowd here at the stadium. Borman slips out to the left side. 
Buddy Dial flanked out to the right. Ed Brown is the quarterback. Brown calls signal. Station. Gives off to Sirach. That will slip up the middle for four yards. The fumble the Giants recover. Sirach not fumble the ball. And the recovery was made by Jim Pat on the 24-yard line of the Steelers. As he went into the line. And as he hit the ground, the ball squirted loose and it was recovered by Jim Pat. First and ten on the 24-yard line of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Y.A. Tittle calling for quiet as the giant offensive unit is on the field now. Giffen flanked to the right side. The rest of the ball club is tight. Tittle call signals. Go straight back to pass on first down. And he's rushed and hit down for a loss. Back to the 31-yard line. He could not find a receiver. He looked, raised his hand, lowered his hand again, looked some more, and then he was hit down hard by Frank Atkinson and Lou Michaels. A loss back to the 31-yard line, a seven-yard loss, and a second of 17 for the Giants on the Steelers' 31-yard line. No score on the ball game. Al DeRogatis. On this kind of a field, a frozen field, an initial pop is awfully important. If the offensive linemen don't get off real big, it could be trouble. We might watch for a screen here, Marty. See where Frank Gifford is wearing sneakers. He's flanked wide out to the right side. Harrison and King are the deep back. The goes to King. King runs off his own right tackle. Cuts back, drives in front for five yards before he's pulled down at the 28-yard line. Bill King carrying. Joe Cooper. And Mike Potio combined to stop him. Ball placed down at the 28-yard line. It'll be third and 14 on the Pittsburgh Steelers 28. No score in the football game. The Giants recovering a fumble by Theron Sapp on the opening play on the Steelers 24-yard line. Up to the line of scrimmage come the New York Giants now. King and Morrison also wearing sneakers. Going back to passes, Tittle looking downfield. Throws angry to the left. It's incomplete. Through the hands of Dale Schaffner and incomplete at the angle from the left side at the 15-yard line. Dale Schaffner being defended against by Willie Daniel. Here's Don Chandler running on the field now to try a field goal. It's fourth and 14 for the Giants on the Pittsburgh Steelers' 28-yard line. The kick will be about 35 yards. The angle is to the left. Kicking in towards the closed end of Yankee Stadium. The wind is not a factor now. A 34-yard attempt. The teams are lined up and set. Dripping will hold. The ball is snapped. Placed down. It's kicked by Chandler. High enough. Deep enough. And it is good. There's Herman on the field with a score. The Giants three. The Steelers nothing. At Yankee Stadium before an enthused, excited crowd of 63,000. Don Chandler ready to kick off again for the Giants. Thomas and Broman on the receivers. The kick is high and short. Coming down at about the 15-yard line, a second by Gary Foreman. He runs to his left, up to the 20-yard line. He has blockers in front of him. He's downfield, up to midfield, cutting back to his left, up to the 40-yard line of the Giants, down to the 30, and down he goes, at the 28-yard line of the Giants. Tackle made by Dick Pessinen. A beautiful run back by Gary Foreman. Taking on his own 15-yard line. Running it down the near sideline, past midfield, to the 28-yard line of the Giants. First and 10 for Pittsburgh on the Giants' 28. Those run backs of kickoffs have plagued the Giants all year, and Borman just went, ran one back into Giants territory to the Giants 28. Now Borman is flanked wide to the right side, Buddy Dow split out to the left side. The deep backs of Sapp and Johnson. The handoff goes to Johnson up the middle for two, three yards. He keeps driving, stealing his out for four yards before he stops. Down to the 24 yard line, Dick Modulewski pulled him down after he picked up four. 
It'll be second and six on the 24-yard line. Pittsburgh offensively has Theron Sapp and John Henry Johnson as the running back. Ed Brown is the quarterback, a 10-year veteran. Buddy Dial, the flanker back. The ends are Carpenter and Borman. Carpenter, the split end. Rather, Borman, the split end. And Carpenter, the tight end. Ed Brown looking over the Giants' defense as his ball club is down the line of scrimmage. Takes the snap back. Hands up to John Henry Johnson. Driving off right tackle. He's stopped for no gain. No gain on the play. And Sam Huff, John Levitier, and Eddie Robicelli compiling in to stop him for no gain. It'll be third and six on the 24-yard line of the New York Giants. The score is Giants three, Pittsburgh nothing. John Henry Johnson, last man to get to his feet. He was the ball carrier. Big bruising, 6'2", charge of 15 pounds. I'll be regardless. Big Lynch has been covering Buddy Dial here at the flanker in a man-on-man situation. Now the footing is pretty rugged. It looks as if uh, Ed Brown might try to go with a down-and-out to Buddy Dial. Eddie Brown takes the snap back, goes straight back to pass. It's third and six, falling down the middle, and it's complete. A foot hooks to Gary. No, he dropped it. He dropped it. He had it in his hand, and as he went to the ground, he dropped it. Incomplete. Eric Barnes and Jim Patton defending on the play. A foot hook pattern about 10 yards downfield, and he dropped it as he went to the ground. He never had control. So it's fourth and six on the 24, and a field goal attempt coming up. Lou Michaels, a left-footed kicker, will try it. It'll be about 30 yards out. Let's see what they set up for it. It's going to be at the 29-yard line. No, 30-yard line it is. At the 30. The angle is to the right. The teams are lined up and set. Signals being called. The ball is snapped. Face down. Michael's kick. High enough, deep enough. No good. No good. It was right to the right. And the Giants still lead. Three to nothing. And it's Giants ball. As a result of the touchback, first and ten on their 20-yard line. Neither team has been able to pick up a first down thus far. Both ball clubs warming up to this very difficult footing, getting accustomed to it. They haven't been able to move too well thus far, except for Gary Bowman's fine run back of the kickoff. Now give the flanks wide to the right. Shoffner split to the left side. King and Morrison of the deep back. Stipple call signals. And the handoff goes to King. King drives off his own right guard and goes for four yards, but the penalty marker is down, as the Steelers might have been offside. Their offensive right tackle, Frank Atkinson, may have been in there. King picked up five yards on the play as the ball is placed down on the 25-yard line. And we're waiting for the decision by the officials and the New York Giants. Jack Stroud, offensive captain, elects to accept the penalty, so it'll be first and five on the 25-yard line. Pittsburgh was offside. It's first and five for the Giants. On the Giants' 25-yard line, the New York Giants are leading Pittsburgh three to nothing. Giffen flanks wide out to the right side. Shotton split about three yards from the left. Tittle looking over the defense. Calling signals as he ducks in under the center. Takes the snap back. Hands up to King. He drives off right tackle. Straight down on the cliff for the moment. Goes forward for four yards. More action in a moment. The score, the Giants three, Pittsburgh nothing. Right now, you've got just enough time to pour yourself another Valentine. Do it. Get that Valentine smile of satisfaction. Enjoy that lively heads-up taste. There's nothing like it to liven up your living. Come on, everybody. Smile. Have a Valentine beer. Second and one for the Giants. On the New York Giants 29-yard line. Tittle takes the snap back. Gives up to Marshall. Marshall still the ball. It's loose. Rolling free. And let's see what the recovery is. Pittsburgh ball. This 
first recovered as Clendon Thomas fell on the ball. Joe Morrison fumbled, and Clendon Thomas recovered for Pittsburgh on the Giants' 33-yard line. So it's Pittsburgh ball, first and ten, on the Giants' 33 with the Giants leading three to nothing. Al, do you regard it? Defensively, both teams are using an extremely tight 4-3 or 4-4. The idea is to close off the middle, figuring that neither team can really run well to the outside because of the footing. Buddy Dow flanks wide to the right side. Ed Brown goes back to pass on first down. Looking downfield, being rushed. He throws, it's loose, and it's looking with the recovery. It's going to be a still Pittsburgh ball for a loss. Back on the 38-yard line. As Ed Brown was looking to throw, John Levitzier, Andy Robustelli, and Dick Modulescu were in on him. Someone deflected his hand. The ball rolled free, and it was recovered by Mike Sandusky, a guard of the Pittsburgh Steelers, on the 38-yard line, a five-yard loss. It's second and 15 now for the Pittsburgh Steelers on the Giants' 38-yard line. The Giants leading 3 to nothing. Five minutes are gone in this first quarter. Buddy Dial flanks wide out to the right side. The rest of the ball club is tight. Ed Brown calls the signal, takes the snap back, hands off now to Staff. Staff slips as he cuts up field, drives the three, four yards, and down he goes. He went ran to his right, ran off his own right tackle, flipped as he cut up field, and he was pulled down by Dick Modulowski, John Levitier, and Sam Huff. Ball placed down on the 33-yard line. Five-yard gain. It's third and ten on the 33 of the New York Giants. Pittsburgh Steelers in possession. The Giants leading three to nothing. Dial again, flank to the right side. Ballman split out to the left. Brown, the quarterback, goes straight back to pass on third and long yardage. Throws, hanging to the left side. It's complete now to the, the 15-yard line. Running with the ball to Foreman, down to the five. To the goal line. A fumble, a loose ball, and the Giants recover. Eric Forbes is running it out. Along the near side, to the 20-yard line. To the 25, up to the left side. He has running room. Running along the 30-yard line. And he's forced out of bounds at the 32. Good for a first down for the Giants. Mighty close to it, at least, and they're going to measure. 
It was second and 12. He picked up about 12 yards on that run. And the Austics ought to be brought out. Aldi Regardis? The Steelers have so far shown three different defenses. They've shown an odd uh, man line whereby they put the right tackle head on the center. And that will leave number seven, the Ernie Stoutner, playing the weak side pretty much alone. And Ernie made a big play on that. Then they have switched down a second down situation. And they've come with a 4-4, again, with the two linebackers playing outside the two uh, interior tackles that they're going to close off this middle very definitely, and then the, the defense they go with most of the time is pretty much their straight 4-3 defense. It was shy of a first down by about three inches. It'll be third and inches. The ball is on the 43-yard line. Series began back on the 34, the Giants. Third and inches. And Joe Walton has come in replacing Del Schofter at split end. He probably will play a tight end now. As the Giants go for the yardage, third and inches on the 43. Gibbons his flank to the right side, the rest of the ball club is tight. Tittle, call signals, takes the snap back, gives to Morrison. Morrison, no! A quick pass up the middle, it's complete to Thomas. Thomas up to the 40-yard line of the Steelers. A beautiful fake by Y.A. Tittle. He flaked the hand off to Morrison, stepped back, and threw over the middle of Aaron Thomas. Thomas was pulled down on the Steelers' 41-yard line. A fantastic gamble taken by the Giants. They had third inches in their own territory, and they threw for the first down to the Steelers' 41-yard line. First and 10 on the 41 of the Steelers, and Dale Shopton comes back in, replacing Joe Walton. And the ends are Aaron Thomas and Dale Shopton. Walton comes to the side. Gifford flanked to the right side. King and Marshall are the deep back. First and 10 on the Steelers' 41. Tittle goes back to pass, throws deep, down to the left side, to Shopner, way down, touchdown, touchdown! Dale Shopner, racing down the left side, had his man beaten by four yards, the ball high in the air, Schaffner racing underneath, racing for it, and he pulled it in at the goal line. A perfect pass by Y.A. Tittle, and the Giants lead 9 to nothing. One after 10 coming up. Teams will line up and set. The ball to snap, place down and kick. It hits the cross bar and goes right to the left. It hit the upright on the left side and went wide to the left on the left side. There's time on the field with a score of the New York Giants 9, the Pittsburgh Steelers nothing. Well, here it is December again, and that means holidays and hectic shopping and all too often raw, windy weather. The kind of weather that brings on miserable sore throats and nagging coughs. This year, make sure your holidays are happy days by always having a box of HB Hospital Brand Cough Drops Handy. HB Cough Drops are specially medicated to ease the discomfort of sore throats relieve the harsh, dry tickling caused by colds or coughing. Made from a scientific formula, HB cough drops have brought soothing comfort to thousands at the first sign of throat irritation. A favorite for over 50 years, HB cough drops come in two delicious flavors, regular and wild cherry. You'll find both sealed and cellophane for added protection. Look for them in the clean white HB box at your nearest drugstore or candy counter. Remember, don't let a sore throat or nagging cough spoil the happy holidays ahead. For fast, soothing, medicated relief, get HB Hospital Brand Cough Drops, the happy holiday cough drops. Pick up a box today. 
Don Chandler ready to kick off now for the New York Giants. That pass play for the touchdown was good for 41 yards. Here's the kickoff. High and fairly short. Coming down to the 15-yard line, 10-yard line this time. Taken by Clinton Thomas. He races to his right, looking for a block. It's running along the 20-yard line. Makes the turn upfield, and he forced out of bounds on the far side of about the 30-yard line. The Giants leading by a score of 9 to nothing. New York Giants moved 66 yards. The touchdown to the play being a 41-yard pass from Tittle to Schaffner, a beauty. The point after attempt hit the left upright to Don Chandler's left and went out to the left side. No good. So it's 9 to nothing, Giants. And the Pittsburgh Steelers down the ball, first and 10 on their 31-yard line. Steelers come to the line of scrimmage. But he drives flank wide out to the left side. Ed Brown is the quarterback. He takes the snap back. Hands up the snap, snap, and pull down for no game. Jim Cavish coming around behind the ball carrier. Theron Sappin pulling him down for no gain at the 31-yard line. It'll be second and 10 on the 31. Jack Cavish making a play. Penalty marker was thrown down. Let's see what the call is going to be. It's against the Giants. A five-yarder called off against the Giants. Looks as though he may have been offside on that play, and here is Al DeRogatis. The Pittsburgh Steelers offensively, though they haven't really shown it uh, as yet, are still moving very effectively. That offensive line is blowing very well, and they're opening some pretty good holes. The Giants, on some great individual efforts, have been able to stop it. But Pittsburgh can run that football, and their objective is to keep it on the ground. Their guards are pulling very well and doing a real good job of blocking. Well, it's first and five as the Giants were offside on the Pittsburgh 36-yard line. The Giants leading 9 to nothing. Seven and a half minutes to go in the first quarter. Handoff goes to Theron Sapp. He goes off his own left guard, drives for one or two yards, and he's held upright and then topples over as three, four of the Giants bring him to the ground. Theron Sapp, the ball carrier. Ball placed down to about the 38-yard line. He picked up two yards on the play. It'll be second and three on the 38-yard line of the Pittsburgh Steelers. The New York Giants are out in front by a score of nine to nothing. We'll pause for station identification. This is the Giants Football Network. WGY, the General Electric Station in Schenectady. Ed Brown, the quarterback, hands up to John Henry Johnson, who pulls up the middle, goes for 10, 12 yards before he's pulled down. Pass this field to the 48-yard line of the Giants. Big John Henry Johnson pulling up the middle on a straight power play before he was stopped by Jim Patton, Sam Huff, and Dick Pessinen. So it's first and ten now for the Pittsburgh Steelers. The ball is on the 48-yard line of the Giants. The Giants are out in front by a score of nine to nothing. Fantastic first quarter thus far. Now the Steelers in their white uniforms and black and gold trim go to the line of scrimmage. Flankers are right and left. Brown takes it, goes straight back to pass on first down. Good protection. Throws deep, deep down the middle. And it's at the white two three. Look at the 10-yard line. Look for blocking. He has plenty of room. Up to the 20-yard line. Now to the right side of the 30-yard line. Up to the 40. Still has blocking. And he goes out of bounds at the 44. Six leads. Leading the leading and interception. Runs it out of bounds at the 44 for the Giants. The intended receiver on the play was Buddy Dial. Aldi Regardus. Marty, just to show you how adept the Giants are defensively. Now, Jimmy Patton, as soon as the interception was made, knew he had one block, and that was to go for Buddy Dial. But coming up field, the guy that's the all-pro defensive end, Jim Cavett, put on a real big block to shake uh, Dick Lewis for a few more yards. First and 10 for the Giants on their 44-yard line. Going back to Patrick Tittle. 
He's right. He fumbles the ball. It's loose. Rolling free. And a, a single recover. It may be the Giants recover. They did. The Giants did recover. Settle. Rolling out to his right. Was hit as he went back. The ball popped free. Andy Russell, the man who hit him, as he shot the gap. Recovery made by Greg Lawson on the play, back on the 30-yard line. It's a 14-yard loss. So it'll be second and 24 for the Giants on the Giants' 30-yard line. Red jogging on the play was Russell, who came charging in and his fiddle turned. He was hit. The ball popped away. Well, it's second and 24 on the Giants' 30. That ball is tough to handle today. Tittle takes it. Goes back to pass. Now he has protection. Throws out to the right side. Completes to Morrison. Morrison back of the line of scrimmage. Runs along the near sideline. Up to the 30 again. And that's it. More action in the moment. The score. The Giants 9. The Steelers nothing. This is Jack Benny. I'd like to ask you to remember that holiday time means Christmas seal time. Christmas seals on all our holiday mail to fight tuberculosis. Make sure there are Christmas seals on every card, on every package, to help protect everyone from TB. Thank you. It's third and 24 for the New York Giants on the Giants' 30-yard line. Giants are leading by a score of 9 to nothing. Tittle going back to pass, flipping as he does, looks downfield, throws angling deep down on the left side to Shopter. He's got it, and he's got an inbound, and it's good for the first down. A beautiful play up to the 46-yard line of the Steelers. A marvelous play by Y.A. Tittle and Dale Schaffner. A down-and-out pattern for just at the sideline, just far enough for the first down by a foot. How's that for precision? How do you regard it? That was great for precision, Marty, but I'm sure no one envies the defensive halfbacks. It's an awfully tough job to try to cover anyone on this kind of a field. The offensive man does have the big advantage. Well, five minutes and 15 seconds remain in this first quarter, and time has been called on the field. There'll be more action in the moment. The score of the New York Giants, nine. The Pittsburgh Steelers, nothing. Here's a gift suggestion for the men on your Christmas list. Famous, milder, white owl cigars come beautifully gift-wrapped. There's an attractive range of prices, too. Just $1.68 to $4.75. Give white owl at food, drug, and tobacco stores. Touchdown pass from Tittle to Schaffner. For Tittle, his three-fourth touchdown pass of the year, 
and he has just set a new record for touchdown passes in one season. The old mark was 33 held by Tittle. Charge over the line of scrimmage now. Tittle takes it, hands up the King. King goes up the middle, breaks away. He's got a five, six, seven yards, and then he's filled by Clinton Thomas. Good for another first down. Down to the 32, 33-yard line of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Again, that trap play up the middle, and Bill King is running exceptionally well thus far today. He's really busting up in there. Ball is placed down at the 33-yard line. He picked up nine on the play. First and ten for the Giants on the Pittsburgh Steelers' 33-yard line. Giants are leading by a score of nine to nothing with four minutes and ten seconds remaining in this first quarter. Frank Evans flanks the right side. The rest of the ball club is tight. King and Miles and all the deep backs. Tittle takes the snap back, goes straight back to pass. Good protection, throws, angling to the right side. Completes it, Thomas to the 20, and down he goes to the 16-yard line. Another first down for the Giants. Aaron Thomas, pulled down on the play by Dick Haley at the 16-yard line. First and 10 for the Giants. We're on the Pittsburgh Steelers, 16. The New York Giants are out in front, 9 to nothing. Aldi Regardis. Willie Daniels, number 44, playing the right corner halfback for the Steelers, is moving right up to the line of scrimmage. This is awfully dangerous when you're playing against a guy like Del Schaffner. First and ten for New York on the Steelers, 16. Flankers are right and left. Going back to pass the Tittle on first down. Being rushed, throws a screen out to the left. It's complete to Morrison. He has plenty of room. He's out of the ten. He slips and gets out of the eight-yard line. He slipped as he started to cut back. Remember, the Giants are going in towards the close end of the stadium. It's extremely hard there, the turf is frozen. He slipped at the eight-yard line, and the play picked up eight yards, so a second and two on the eight. Had he not slipped, he might have gone all the way. He had blockers around him, also stealers around him, but he was still on his feet until he slipped. Bob Schmitz was the man who pinned him down, but it was the slip that counted. Second and two on the eight of the Pittsburgh Steelers, the New York Giants leading nine to nothing. Giffen flanks wide out to the right side. Tittle looking over that defense as he ducks in under the center. Calls the signal, takes the snap back, hands off the King. King goes up the middle, goes for the first down to the five. First and goal to go on the five-yard line. Big pile up at the five-yard line. Let's see what that's... They're going to measure once again. And it looks as though it's clearly a first down and some of the crowd is dissatisfied as the ball, the nose of the ball seems to be resting on the five-yard line. And the R-sticks are being brought out. The R-sticks were short of the five-yard line, or so it seemed. At any rate, the Giants lead 9 to nothing. The R-sticks are out there now. Jack Stroud and Y.A. Tittle, along with the officials and all of the Steelers looking at it. It is the first down. So it's first and goal to go on the five. Yes, Al? On that last play, Marty, the right side of the Giant offensive line really did a fine job. Jack Stroud really moved across here to Lou Michaels and really put a good block on him, as did a bookie ball on Joe Krupa. And the center, Greg Larson, shoots straight ahead to the middle linebacker, Myron Pontius. First and goal to go on the five-yard line. The Pittsburgh Steelers are packed in tight. It's an 8-3 defense. Kittle calls the play. Man in motion is given. A pitch out to give is quickly around the left side. He's looking to pass. He stops. He runs back to his right. He's being trapped back there. He lateral back to Lawson. Lawson is pulled out of the tenure. No, another lateral goes to give it again. He throws into the end zone. What a play and a penalty marker as well. They were playing basketball with it, literally. If it came in motion, took a handoff, swinging to his left from Y.A. Tittle, was trapped back there. Lateral back to Greg Lawson. Lawson ran. 
Lateral to Schindel. Schindel back to Giffen. Giffen threw a pass to Thomas. Incomplete. Penalty marker. Oh, boy. And a penalty is against the Giants, a 15-yarder. Well, it was first and goal to go on the five. Now it'll be first and goal on the 20-yard line. Fantastic first quarter. A minute and 54 seconds remain in this first period. The Giants lead nine to nothing. Yes, Al? Well, you know, the Pittsburgh Steelers will probably figure the Giants for the pass. They're going to be putting on a real big rush. We might look for Y.A. Tittle to come with a fake dive and then come with a draw, giving it to the second man. The idea of the fake dive is to pull the linebacker over. First and goal to go along the Steelers' 20-yard line. Y.A. Tittle calls signals, takes the snap back, rolls out to his right to pass. Good blocking back there. Throws out to the right side, and it's intercepted by the Steelers on the 2-yard line, and pulled down at the 5-yard line is Andy Russell. A high-arcing pass intended for Frank Gibbett, intercepted, and it's first and 10 for the Pittsburgh Steelers on their 6-yard line is where it's placed down. The Giants still leading 9 to nothing. So the Pittsburgh offensive unit comes in there now, and Giants defensive unit, which you know so well, on the field. For the Steelers, Stapp and Johnson, the D-backs, Ed Brown, the quarterback, Buddy Dow, the flankerback. The ends are Carpenter, the tight end, and Borman, the split end. The tackles, James and Bradshaw. The guards, Sandusky and Lemmick. The center is Nutter, Buzz Nutter. First and ten on their own six-yard line. The handoff goes to Stapp. He's under the line of Gimmick. No gain, maybe a yard. More action at the moment. The score, the Giants, nine. The Steelers, nothing line of the Steelers, and the handoff goes to Sapp again, again, Sapp stopped at the line of skimmers, maybe a yard on the play, Sam Huff and Dick Modulewski stopping them there, and now the New York Giants defensive unit seems to be contending that offensive club of the Steelers well on the ground, Al DeRogatis, the Giants defense party, they're moving up uh, and playing it extremely tight right in the middle, now Jimmy Patton playing the weak side safety is moving up to the line of scrimmage, making it virtually a 4-4 or an 8, depending on how hard it charged the middle linebacker, the linebacker's good. Now it's third and 9 on the 7-yard line of the Steelers. And the handoff goes to Big John Henry Johnson for 2 yards, 3 yards, and he stopped. And now the Pittsburgh Steelers are forced to punt. He picked up 3 yards up to the 10-yard line. So it'll be 4th and 6 on the Steelers' 10. And the Pittsburgh Steelers are forced to punt. John Levitier and Tom Scott came in to stop them. The quarter will end, and that's the gun. That's the end of the first quarter with a score of the Giants 9, the Pittsburgh Steelers nothing. Well, here at Yankee Stadium, they're talking about their first quarter of play, and they will be talking about it for months and perhaps years to come. The Giants out in front, 9 to nothing. Ed Brown, the quarterback, is also the punter for the Pittsburgh Steelers. The 10-year veteran is six yards in his own end zone. Twin safety for the Giants are Dove and Pessinen, waiting for the snap from center. It comes back to Brown. Brown moves forward and boots that ball. Just does get in the way. A good kick. Out to the Giants' 45-yard line. Taken there by Pessinen. He moves upfield for eight yards and down he goes. In Steelers territory at the Steelers' 47-yard line. Buzz Nutter, the center, led the defensive charge. So it's first and ten for the Giants in Steelers territory on the Pittsburgh 47-yard line. Giants out in front, nine to nothing. Giants scoring. On the field goal of 34 yards by Don Chandler and a 41-yard touchdown pass, Tittle to Shotner. First and ten for New York on Pittsburgh's 47. Y.A. Tittle calls the signals. Takes the snap back. 
Hands off the king, swinging wide to his left. Makes the turn upfield, and he pulls out, picking up one yard on the play at the 46-yard line. Willie Daniel came up fast from his right corner position to make the tackle. A good one on Phil King. It's second and nine on the 46. Phil King carrying the ball. In the second quarter at Chicago, the Bears still lead the Detroit Lions. Three to nothing. In other games in the second period, Baltimore 10, Los Angeles nothing. Minnesota 13, Philadelphia 6 in the third quarter. Second and nine on the 46. Kiffin flanked to the right side of Tittle. Goes back to pass. Looks downfield. Throws down the middle. Incomplete through the hands of Del Shopter. A front hook about 15 yards downfield. Shopter racing downfield, spinning around and stopping. The pass went through his hands, high over his head. Incomplete. Willie Daniel defending. So it's third and nine on the 46. All the Pittsburgh Steelers, the New York Giants ahead, 9 to nothing in the opening minute of the second quarter of play. The Giants now moving towards the open end of Yankee Stadium. Giants in their home uniforms are blue with white and red trim. Pittsburgh Steelers in white with black and gold trim. New York Giants still huddled up. Y.A. Tittle breaks the huddle now. Gifford runs out to the right side of the flanker, stops and splits to the left side. The running backs are King and Marson. Tittle calls the signals. Takes the snap back, goes straight back to pass. Steps over the pocket, throws. It's complete to Gifford. A friendly marker is thrown down. A friendly marker is down, and it may be the play will be nullified. Let's see what the ball is going to be. It's mighty close to a first down. And they're pointing, gesticulating. And the ball is being brought back. And a 15-yarder is being marked off against the Giants for offensive holding, I believe. It is back to the 28-yard line. A 15-yarder it is. We're waiting for the signal from referee Norman Schachter. Still waiting for the signal. Now let's see what the call is now. We still don't get a signal. We know the ball is back to the 28-yard line. No signal from the official. Obviously... Offensive holding, Aldi Regardis. Willie Daniel, number 44, and Glendon Thomas, number 28, are double covering Del Shafter here on the left side. And it would look as if Y.A. Kittle's man will have to be Aaron Thomas, so we might keep our eye on Aaron. Third and very long yardage for the Giants. The ball is on there, 28-yard line. Tittle on a draw play to Joe Morrison looking for running room. He stumbles, runs out to the right, and he's thrown back there for a loss. Back to the 24-yard line, a four-yard loss on the play. And now the Giants punting unit comes on the field. New York Giants in front of Pittsburgh by a score of 9 to nothing. 13 minutes and 18 seconds remain in this first half. Don Chandler punting out towards left center field. Twin safeties for the Pittsburgh Steelers are Clendon Thomas and Dick Haley. They're back around their own 30-yard line. Chandler standing on his own 10. He gets the snap from center, moves forward, and boots that ball. A pretty kick. A perfect spiral deep. Going out of the 25-yard line, taken out by Dick Haley. He runs to his left, and he's driven away. Three of the Giants. Pulling him down. Lane Howell leading a defensive charge. Back at about the 32-yard line. 30-yard line of his. More action in a moment. The score, the Giants 9, the Steelers nothing. Don't let an irritating cough or sore throat spoil the holidays ahead. Get soothing comfort from HP, hospital brand cough drops, the happy holiday cough drops. A favorite for over 50 years, HP cough drops are medicated for fast, sure relief. 
Look for them in the clean white H.B. box at your nearest drug or candy counter. Get H.B. Hospital brand, the happy holiday cough drops. For two yards on the play, more than that, four yards on the play, up to the 34-yard line. As he drove up the middle, stopped finally by Jim Patton and Dick Kessinen. Second and six on the 34, as the Pittsburgh Steelers go to the line of scrimmage. Buddy Dyer flanked out to the right side, Gary Bowman split to the left. The running back to Johnson and Sapp. And the handoff goes to Johnson, Johnson up the middle, stopped to the line of scrimmage, no gain. Maybe a yard or two as a big pileup developed. Rolling forward for two yards up to the 36-yard line. It'll be third and four on the 36. New York Giants out in front by a score of nine to nothing. Substitution, Johnny Powell comes into the lineup, replacing Gary Borman at end for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Third and four on the 36 of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Big play coming up for both four clubs as the Giants lead nine to nothing. Four minutes are gone in this second quarter. Line of the Steelers. The ball is resting on the 40-yard line. It should be a first down. John sticks around there now. And the Giants around it. It is a first down. First and ten for Pittsburgh on the Pittsburgh 40-yard line. How do you regard it? Up to this point, the Steelers haven't gambled at all. They're figuring strictly ball control, keeping that football on the ground. And at last play, the Giants had virtually the entire squad up to the line of scrimmage, but still he hit right up, up in there, but he did make the first. First and ten on the 40. Brown ducks in under the center, takes the snap back, hands up the steel on snap, trying to flick his own left end. He's trying to make the stand up field. He picks up four, five yards, and down he goes. Picking up five yards on the play, up to the 45. Trying to tickle his own left end. Dick Cussman coming up strong to make that tackle. Ball placed out at the 46-yard line. It'll be second and four on the 46 of the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Giants are out in front, nine to nothing. For Pittsburgh, their running backs are Theron Sapp and John Henry Johnson. Sapp, a five-year veteran out of Georgia, 6'1 and 200 pounds. And John Henry Johnson, who's 6'2 and 215 out of Arizona State. Second and four on the 46. Buddy Dial flanked out to the right side of the handoff to John Henry Johnson up the middle. He stopped for no game. Big pile up, no game. Jim Patton coming in to help out with John Lovettier. They give him one yard on him. Let's see what the call is. Apparently, one of the Steelers saying something to one of the Giants and uh, pointing at each other, and the crowd is picking up the signs and gesticulations of the two ball clubs. One yard gain on the play. Aldi Regardus. The strategy on the play was pretty good, Marty. Gary Bowman was uh, intending or at least trying to, to uh, put on a fake block. He didn't do a very good job of it. The Giants were able to come over and cover. Ed Brown dropping back to his own 32-yard line. For the snap from center, twin safeties for the Giants. There's the kick. A low, twisting spiral coming down to the 20-yard line. Taken there by Eddie Dove. He goes up the middle for five, six yards. A fumble, a loose ball. Let's see what the recovery is. Pittsburgh. Young lady, every college graduate should become familiar with the opportunity for patriotic service offered by the Navy Wave Officer Program. To serve your country proudly as women officers in the United States Navy, see your recruiter today and learn all about 
service in the United States Navy. Stand for the Pittsburgh Steelers on the drive, 24-yard line. Fresnetta made the recovery of the fumble. Drive flank to the right side. The handoff goes to Clearon Stapp. Stapp stepped to the line of skimmage drive for one yard before Dick Margulesky comes busting through to lead the defensive charge. Jerry Hillebrand in on the play along with Andy Robicelli. But Dick Margulesky down at the bottom of the pile. It's second and nine on the 23-yard line of the Giants. The Giants are out in front by a score of nine to nothing. The Pittsburgh Steelers driving in towards the closed end of Yankee Stadium. The entire field is now in shadow. Though it may be breezy in your neighborhood right now, down in the well of the stadium, the wind is no factor as of this moment. Ed Brown takes it, goes back to pass on second down, throws down the middle, it completes the ball of the 15-yard line, and he's pulled down to the 15 by Jim Patton. Ball placed down at the 14-yard line, and it's mighty close to a first down, and they measure for this one again. Mighty close to a first down, it'll be third and inches, or first and ten on the 14. It's third and inches. Third and inches on the 14-yard line. The play began on the 24-yard line, or the series began on the 24. So it's third and inches on the 14 of the Giants. Power comes in on end, replacing Gary Foreman. The Giants are leading 9 to nothing. Seven minutes have gone in the second quarter. Ed Brown, the quarterback. Takes, takes the snap back. Gives to John Henry Johnson. He may be a big stop. He fell forward at the line of scrimmage. He went up the middle. See Jim Katkavich, John Lovett, Deer, Dick Modulewski, and let's see where that ball is going to be placed down. It's short of the 14-yard line, so it's fourth and, and one. Fourth and about two feet. Fourth and two feet at the 14. It looks as though the Steelers are going to go for it. The Steelers have not sent in, or they have Michael on the sideline. He's not in yet. And they're going to go for it. Fourth and two feet on the Giants' 14. Ed Brown, the quarterback. Takes the snap back, gives the snap. Stop it. He fell forward. He fell forward. It's very close. It's very close. A big pileup. He went off his own left guard. Official timeout. The big pileup stopped at the 15 and fell to about the 14. It looks as though it's short. They're going to measure, but it looks as though it's short. The ball is still shy of the 14-yard line. The yardsticks ought to be brought out, but it looks as though it's shy. Yardsticks are being brought out. What a football game this is. And it is short. Giant ball. A magnificent stand by the Giants defensive unit. the line, and they failed to make one foot. Al DeRogatis, you're right, Barry, defensively, the Giants did a real great job. The unfortunate thing for anybody carrying the ball, however, it's impossible to make that cut to the outside. It might have been a little open for turn. First and ten on the 14-yard line of the Giants. The Giants in the possession. The handoff goes to Phil King. He plus up his own line tackle for two yards up to the 16-yard line where he stopped. It'll be second and eight on the 16. New York Giants offensively with Del Schaffner and Aaron Thomas at the ends. Rosie Brown and Jack Stroud all the tackles. Darrell Garrison, Bookie Bolton, the guards. Greg Lawson is the center. And Lane Howell is up off the bench. He'd come in for Jack Stroud if he goes in. 
The backs are King and Moss from the running backs. Webster is ready, but he's not played yet. Gifford is the flanker back. And Yelberton, Abraham Kittle, the quarterback. Schaffner split out to the left side. Second and eight on the Giants' 16-yard line. The Giants leading nine to nothing. Kittle calls the play. Goes back to pass. Throws the ball, and it's incomplete. He throws the throw, and as he threw his rear foot that he plants back there, slipped. He was looking for Dale Schaffner, and the ball actually was thrown down at his own feet, at Schaffner's feet, or rather at Tittle's feet. He slipped as he threw the ball, and the ball sort of spun crazily out of his hands at Tittle's feet, and it's ruled incomplete. Jack Stroud comes out of the lineup, and Lane Howell comes in. Lane Howell comes in to play tackle. It's third and eight on the 16-yard line. Schaffner split wide out to the left side. The Giants leading nine to nothing. 6.15 to go in this first half. Tittle may be calling an automatic. Ducks it into the center. Takes the snap back. Hands up to Marston. Marston pushed out to the right. Goes for four yards and he stops. All action in the moment. The score. The Giants sign. The Steelers nothing. The men on your Christmas list will like your idea of White Owl Cigars. You'll find them at your local drug, food, and tobacco stores in beautiful Christmas packaging. And with a wide range of prices, $1.68 to $4.75. Give White Owl, and you'll make any man's Christmas a merry one. It's fourth and sixth on the 18-yard line. Don Chandler is in his punt formation. He's waiting on his own four-yard line. Gets the snap from center and boots that ball. A high floater, not too deep. Coming down in midfield, bounding down towards the 40-yard line. Picked up by Clinton Thomas. He slips as he picks the ball up. And down he goes, and he's pinned down by two of the Giants. Lane Howell in on the tackle, along with Mickey Walker. The Giants are leading 9 to nothing. Five and a half minutes remain in this first half. It's first and ten for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And the ball is down on the 38-yard line of the Steelers. Al, do you regard it? The Giants figuring that the Steelers are running on a first and ten situation are generally moving Jimmy Pratt, who generally makes the decision, right up the line of scrimmage in a 4-4. Uh, Eddie Brown may try shortly to change his strategy and go to the air. Eddie Brown now goes back to pass on first down. He's being rushed, looks out to the left, throws over the middle, and it's caught by Buddy Zyle at the midfield line. He runs to his left along the 50-yard line, and down he goes at the 50. Eddie Brown was rushed very hard on the play, but he sidestepped tacklers. And he was finally got rid of that ball up the middle to Buddy Dial to the midfield line. It's good for 12 yards and a first down. There's a near altercation on the field amongst the Steelers and Giants. And they're talking with Buzz Nutt of the offensive center of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now let's see what the ruling is going to be. No signal from the officials. The ball is down on the 49-yard line of the Steelers. It's good for a first down. A penalty refused by the Steelers. Defensive holding. So it's first and ten for the Pittsburgh Steelers on the 49-yard line of the Steelers. The Giants are out in front by a score of nine to nothing. Five minutes remain in this first half. Buddy Dial flanked wide out to the right side. Gary Bowman split to the left side. And the handoff goes to stop up to the middle of the line, and he stops. No gain. Maybe a yard loss on the play. A try in the middle of the giant line, but that giant line is holding solidly in the middle with Sam Huff, John Lovett, Dick Modulewski, 
along with Tom Scott all in on that last play. No gain, second and ten on the 49. Yes, Al? We're more than likely now see the Giants go into what they like to call a Sam Wanda, the weak side safety and Sam Huff moving up to the line of scrimmage and trying to put as much pressure as possible. This means the middle could be open, and we might watch for Gary Ball. Well, it's second and ten on the 49 as Brown looks over the Giants defense, and the Giants defense moves, goes into the line. John Henry Johnson takes it, goes up to the middle, picks up four, five, six yards on the play before he stops. As he picks up six right down to the Giants' 45-yard line, to the Giants' 44 is where it's placed now. Seven-yard gain is third and three on the 44. Big John Henry Johnson going inside his own left tackle. So another big play in this ball game, third and three on the Giants. 44-yard line, the Giants leading nine to nothing, four minutes to go in this first half. Buddy Dyer flanked again wide out to the right side. Rest of the ball club is tight. Giants defense is packed in solid two. Brown takes it. Hands off now to stop, trying to go wide, cuts back inside. He picks up four, five yards, good for the first down. He's down to the Giants' 37-yard line. He picks up seven yards on the play where Jim Patton and Dick Pestinen made the tackle. So it's first and ten for the Steelers. On the Giants' 37-yard line, the New York Giants leading nine to nothing. Three and a half minutes to go in this first half. And time may become a factor in the course of this grinding, grueling drive of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Moving along the ground most of the way, trying to go inside the tackles. And now the Giants have called for a timeout. So there's timeout on the field with the score of the New York Giants nine, the Pittsburgh Steelers nothing. time you taste a cold valentine you get that smile of satisfaction you're refreshed because valentine's lively heads up taste keeps satisfying beer after beer come on everybody smile have a valentine beer at yankee stadium in new york city marty glickson reporting along with al de and joe hassel with three minutes and 23 seconds remaining in this first half the Steelers have the ball, first and ten on the Giants, 37. The Giants have the lead, nine to nothing. John Henry Johnson running into the huddle now. He was talking to Coach Buddy Walker on the far side, far sideline. Buddy Parker, rather. Up to the line of scrimmage now come the Steelers. Buddy Dow splits to the right side. Ball and flank to the left side. Going back to pass Zip Brown on first down with plenty of time back there. He throws deep into the end zone. Incomplete. Intended for Gary Foreman. Incomplete at the goal line. We'll pause now for station identification. This is the Giants Football Network. Your dial is set at 810, the smoothest sound around. WGY Schenectady. Our temperature is 17 degrees. That was one of the few times in the ballgame that Ed Brown had plenty of time to throw, but he overthrew Gary Ballman. Just now, 
And the Giants had a bit of an outside rush, Marty. If there's one guy in the National Football League that can really run the draw, it's John Henry Johnson. So it's going to be interesting to see how Sam Hawks should play him if this should develop. Second and ten on the 37. And there's a hand up to John Henry up the middle. He played it most interestingly. A one-yard loss on the plate of the 38-yard line. Sam Huff driving in along with Tom Scott. Scott leading the defensive charge. No gain on the play. Not a one-yard loss. But at the line of skimmage, John Henry was met solidly by Tom Scott and Sam Huff. They're on set. Runs to the sideline. And Dick Hope replaces him in the lineup in the backfield. It'll be third and ten on the 37-yard line of the Steelers. It's a shotgun formation. Flankers are left and right. Ed Brown, eight yards back of the center. Gets the snap from center. Goes back to pass. Throws right down the middle. And it's in his... It's dropped by Jimmy Patton. He had it in his hands at the 20-yard line. He fumbled the ball and dropped it, and Jimmy is unhappy about it. So it's fourth and ten on the 37. That was a shotgun formation. Flankers and split ends. A passing formation. And the pass was thrown downfield, intended for Gary Bowman. But Jim Patton in his, almost intercepted. He knocked it down. And it's fourth and ten on the 37. Here's a long field goal attempt coming up. A 42-yarder. 42-yard, 43 yards. 43 yards. The angle is to the left. Jimmy Patton is the only man back there. A ball of snap, placed down, and Fumble is loose, rolling around, and Giants recover. Giants have the ball on the 43-yard line, and it's first and 10 for New York. The ball was fumbled. Fumbled by Bill Nelson, who was trying to hold. And Sam Huff and John Lovettier came barreling through, and it's first and 10 for the Giants on the Giants 42. Two minutes and 28 seconds remain in the first half. The Giants are out in front by a score of 9 to nothing. Skip it flank wide to the right side. Dale Schaff the split to the left side. Running back to Morrison and King. Siddle calls the play. Takes it. Goes back to pass. Makes short. Throws deep. Deep down to the left side to Schaff. He's going at the 15. He's down at the 12. A beauty to Dale Schaffner.
And Roy H. Hiddle most anxious to get that ball club underway again, looking out towards the official, holding that clock. And the whistle should sound in just a moment. Yes, Al? Giant offensive line, Marty, are really doing a fine job now blocking. They're showing real good balance and making a good initial punch. Now, here's a situation where Y.A. Tittle likes to come with that course that we were talking about last week. However, I'm sure the Steelers uh, know that they do like this, and we might watch Y.A. come with the, the course pattern, but possibly swing Joe Morrison to the right and so Joe. Now, play about to be resumed. First and ten on the 13. Y.A. Tittle looking right and left. Takes the snap back. A draw play to Joe Morrison. He goes up the middle, trying to swing wide now. Goes down to the 10-yard line to the 8-yard line. Right down to the 8-yard line. Joe Morrison carrying for 5 yards. It's 2nd and 5 on the 8-yard line of the Pittsburgh Steelers. The clock is running. 1.45 to go in this first half. Marty Olsen and Daniel combine to make the tackle. And the Giants hustle back into their huddle. A draw play up the middle and angling out to the left side. Clock is running, 1.30 to go in the first half. Second and five on the eighth. Tittle takes it. Hands up to King, going wide. King cuts back inside the end. Flies down to the three-yard line, to the two. And he stops the two. It should be a first down in there. Or very close to it. Time is called by the officials and by the Giants. Dale Shofter is walking into the Giant locker room with a minute and 18 seconds to go in the first half. Schaffner is on his feet and walking into the locker room. We sure hope he'll be back out for the second half. But time has been called by the Giants stopping the clock. Now we get to stay tuned to the halftime for the latest worldwide news and up to the minute sports. Meanwhile at Chicago, still in the second period, Chicago Bears three, Detroit Lions nothing. Here's how they regard it. The footing at the end of the field where the Giants are now driving is much better than down here to our right side. The right side, the closed end of Yankee Stadium is frozen. Now, on the last play, uh, the guards both moved very well and put a real good block as did Joe Wolf. However, the significant thing was that Phil King was able to make that cut. He would have had a very difficult time had his team been driving in the opposite direction because of the frozen field. A real advantage. Well, it's first and goal to go on the three-yard line. One minute and 18 seconds remain in this first half. The Giants still have one more timeout left to them. They called a timeout earlier in the half. So it's first and goal to go on the three. Tittle calling the signals at the line of scrimmage. Giffen flanked to the right side. Tittle takes the snap back, goes back to pass. Throws into the right corner, touchdown! Morrison scores! A touchdown into the right corner! And Roy A. Tittle goes running off, snapping his hand as if to say, attaboy, attaboy! A tremendous spirit by the Giants and their fans here. The Giants are leading 15 to nothing. Meanwhile, Del Schauser has gone back into the locker room, and as he walked into the Yankee dugout and into the locker room, the fans there rose and gave him an ovation. One after a tenth coming up. Teams are lined up and set. Griffin will hold, Chandler will boot, ball is placed down and kicked us up, and it is, it is, it is with good. There's timeout on the field with a score. The New York Giants, 16. The Pittsburgh Steelers, nothing. When it came to defending home or country, the woman's role was traditionally passive. But the defense of freedom today requires such a complex structure that there are numerous opportunities for the American woman to take an active part in the service of her country. For the college graduate, these opportunities are even more inviting 
because she is eligible to serve as an officer in our Navy wave. Today, all America recognizes the wave officer as a woman who is more than dedicated to the heritage of her country. She has seen her duty and done something about it. She has told her Navy recruiter that she has wanted an honorable role, one with responsibility, one that she could fill with pride. She told her Navy recruiter she would like to become a wave officer. If you're a college graduate, may we suggest you do the same thing? You'll be helping yourself and your country. See your Navy recruiter today. At Yankee Stadium, Marty Glickman along with Aldi Regardis and Joe Hassel. A minute and 13 seconds remain in the first half. The Giants are out in front, 16 to nothing. Ready to kick off now is John Chandler for the Giants. Twin safeties are Thomas and Foreman at the goal line. Here's the boost. It's short. Coming out of about the 15-yard line, and a second there by Foreman. Foreman runs to his right, up to the 20, he slips at the 28-yard line, and down he goes, pinned down by Eric Barnes. Eric Barnes in on the tackle, and it's first and 10 for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Ball is on the 29-yard line of the Steelers. Giants are out in front by a score of 16 to nothing. Now the clock is put back in motion again, a minute and five seconds to go in this first half. Up to the line of scrimmage come the white flat Pittsburgh Steelers moving in towards the closed end of Yankee Stadium. Buddy Dyer flanked out to the left side. Ed Brown, the quarterback. Brown takes it. Hands off down to Borman on an end-around play. Borman going wide around his own left side, trying to make the turn up field, and he runs out of bounds at the 39-yard line. Picked up 10 yards on the play, and he couldn't stop. He jumped over the fence. A restraining barrier back of the bench because of the hard condition of the field and into the snowy portion of the field well back off the playing field. He picked up nine yards on the play, nine and a half. It'll be second and inches. The ball is on the 39-yard line. 49 seconds to go in this first half. Pittsburgh Steelers looking to get within field goal kicking range and, of course, looking to go all the way through if they can. On that play, Borman playing the right end came around on the reverse. An end-around play, circling his own left end. Buddy down off flank to the right side as it Brown goes back to pass, looking downfield. Goes down the middle, and it's caught by Buddy Dial at the 40-yard line, and down he goes, a fumble, a loose ball, with a whistle, blue, and an official is knocked down by Mike Sandusky, who ran into him accidentally. The ball was picked up by Dick Pestinen, but the whistle started at the 38-yard line, 37-yard line of the Giants, and the Steelers called timeout to stop the clock. It'll be first and ten at the 37 of the Giants when players resume with 40 seconds remaining in this first half. Pittsburgh stops the clock now. And those Steelers are dangerous. Buddy Dial going down and faking to the outside, going over the middle that time. Pulled down by Eric Barnes. New York Giants have 16 points. First on a field goal by Don Chandler from 34 yards out. Then on a 41-yard pass play from Tittle to Schaffner, climaxing a 66-yard drive. And then they move 58 yards with the scoring drive, uh, the scoring thrust being a three-yard touchdown. A pass from Tittle to Morrison in the end zone. Here's a score for Chicago. Detroit has scored to lead Chicago in the second period. Detroit 7, Chicago 3. Detroit 7, Chicago 3 in the second quarter. Aldi Regardis.
more than likely now see the Giants go into their blanket defense, trying to take away any of the deep pass patterns from the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. So more than likely, we'll probably see Ed Brown forced to go uh, over the middle short. Here's the shotgun formation now for the Steelers. Brown, eight yards back in the center, throws over to the left side, and it's caught out of no inbounds by press commenter at the 29-yard line. An eight-yard gain on the play. It'll be second and two on the 29 of the Giants. That's that shotgun formation, a spread formation, with Ed Brown, the quarterback, seven or eight yards back of the center. Both ends split, flanker backs on either side, and they're spread out all over the field on that particular formation. The line is also split about a yard and a half to each man at the line of scrimmage. Now they go into the T formation, second and two on the 29-yard line. 16 to nothing, the Giants lead. 35 seconds to go on the half. Zero on fast, carries the ball, stumbles, runs to his right, trying to make the turn up field, and down he goes to the 21-yard line, picking up eight yards on the play. And the clock is stopped. Again, by the Steelers, calling timeout. Ball placed down at the 21-yard line of the Giants. Good for a first down. He picked up eight yards. They're on staff carrying until he was tackled by Dick Pessinen. And the Pittsburgh Steelers have moved up field in a big hurry from their own 29-yard line after the kickoff following the Giants' second touchdown. Now to the Giants' 21-yard line. 27 seconds remain in this first half. And these National Football League teams are particularly adept in the final two minutes of the game or the half of moving that ball rapidly and conserving that clock. Al? Well, I'm sure Ed Brown feels that uh, it's actually the big thing to get is the TD. However, he will settle for a field goal, and he's not about to take any chances. So more than likely, knowing that the Giants are going to be uh, playing, as I mentioned uh, before, uh, the deep spots of the, of the TD is the likely thing. Uh, Ed Brown might just gamble, and he may try to come with a draw, figuring the Giants for a big, hard pass rush. And if he comes with that draw, again, as I mentioned earlier, the John Henry Johnson, this boy can really, uh, really move. Well, it's first and ten on the Giants' 21-yard line. 27 seconds remain in this first half. Brown at the T formation. That's flankers right and left. Takes the snap back. Goes back to pass. Looks downfield. Throws near the goal line. Incomplete. Short. Intended for Gary, Gary Foreman. Covered by Dick Lynch. And it was short. Falling at the goal line. With Foreman about three yards in the end zone. And Dick Lynch covering Foreman. So it's second and ten for the Pittsburgh Steelers on the Giants' 21-yard line. 22 seconds remain in this first half. And each time the play develops, you can hear the roar and the rise from the crowd. And perhaps yours truly do know perhaps about it. Second and 10 on the 21-yard line of the New York Giants. The Giants are out in front, 16 to nothing. 22 seconds to go in the first half. Flankers are left and right. Brown takes it. Takes the handoff, goes back to pass. Throws Angley deep into the left corner. Incomplete to Bowman again. Incomplete, deep into the left corner. So it'll be third and ten on the 21. And as you said, Al, he's taking no chances. He's throwing that ball real deep. And making sure that there are no blue jerseys where that football is headed. Well, it's third and ten on the 21. If they fail to make the first down or the touchdown on this play, the field goal attempt will be about 26 yards out. Or 27. See where they place it down. But that is still one play away. 17 seconds to go in this first down. 16 to nothing. The New York Giants lead the Pittsburgh Steelers. Third and 10 on the 21. 
Brown takes it, goes back to pass. Looking downfield, being rushed, throws. The pass is the goal line, incomplete. So it's fourth and ten on the 21. And Lou Michaels comes jogging in from the far side. Twelve seconds remain in this first half. The Giants are out in front, 16 to nothing. Lou Michaels has attempted two field goals thus far and has missed two field goals. And Ed Brown is going to be holding. Ed Brown from 27 yards out. Angle is two to the left. Keep the lineup and set. The ball is snapped. Place down. It's kicked. High enough, deep enough. It is good. So it's 16 to 3. And those Pittsburgh Sheilas move from their own 29 down to the Giants 21. And it all came within the last two minutes. Less than that, last minute and 18 seconds, as I recall. They really moved that ball smartly. And it's 16 to 3 now, with just seven seconds remaining in this first half. Giants finally gave up the score, a 27-yard field goal by Lou Michaels. Charlie Killett and Eddie Dove are in twin safeties. Joe Morrison back at about the 10-yard line. Those men, two men, Killett and Dove have not played much in their cold. Joe Morrison, of course, has been off, inoffensively all game. The running backs for the Giants have been Morrison and King, with no exception. Seven seconds remain in the half. The Giants are out in front, 16 to 3. Now Michael's back there at his own 30. Begins to move forward, and the wind blows the ball off the kicking tee. There are occasional swirling whirlpools of wind on the field, and that, that time it blew the football off the kicking tee. Now it's set up again. Michaels moves forward to boot it, and he does. A floater coming down near the 10-yard line. Joe Morrison bumbles it and picks it up again on the 15 on the 20-yard line. Cuts inside of one man and another man on the 20 to the 25. Battles forward. He loses his helmet, and down he goes. At the 28-yard line, the gun should sound, ending this half. The clock has stopped showing one second as the ball has changed hands, but as soon as it's put back in, that gun should sound. And there it is. So that's the end of the half. The score, the New York Giants 16, the Pittsburgh Steelers 3. Here with his, here with his between half guest is Hank Greenwald. Hank? When it comes to getting player talent, the New York Giants have taken a backseat to no one. And the man assigned to scouting the talent each year is their former coach and my guest here at halftime today, Jim Lee Howell. Many of today's Giants, of course, played under Jim Lee, who retired from the coaching end of it just three years ago. Jim Lee, as a former coach, do you find yourself sitting at a ball game, uh, coaching along with the coaches on the field? Do you find this is something that you're able to resist, or is it just something that uh, you just almost have no control? Oh, no. Uh, I, I'm pretty much a spectator, although I think I, I'm better than most spectac uh, spectators in that I do have a, a little more background than they have in the ball game. And I do notice as I watch the game, uh, if some fellow's out of position or he's not playing his position quite correctly. And I just uh, think what I would do if uh, I ever would have been running the ball club in that situation. Not to second guess anyone, but... Uh, uh, but uh, I see the 
you think you see this thing uh, happen two or three times, and pretty soon, why, you see that all the coaches on both sides are alert, and here they come, and uh, you see the play that you're thinking about develop before long. And uh, it makes it much more interesting, I think, watching the game, uh, of course, because of that fact. Uh, must give you an awful lot of uh, pride to watch some of the fellows who may have started their careers here with the Giants while you were coaching and to see them develop uh, as you watch them, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. So that's, uh, I think, one of the greatest satisfaction you get out of coaching is you, you work with the players, no matter whether it's a college level, high school, or pro. You have this association and fellowship and comradeship and the respect for each other, the players of different position, and they in turn for the coaches. It's, uh, it's just uh, something I think it's uh, like in maybe some of the other fields. And, uh, we have such a great extent in coaching. That is uh, a marvelous thing. And, and of course, uh, being in the scouting business now, uh, these boys that you have to go out and uh, make an opinion on, a recommendation that's uh, nice to see them with all the other teams and the ones that make it and the ones that don't make it. That's also very interesting. It's very interesting to approach uh, some of the all-star games and uh, have such great uh, performers there and then see how they will come along. Uh, for instance, uh, one year coaching the Senior Bowl, I, uh, the best end I've seen in a long time coming out of college was a one named Gil Cogdell, and uh, he turned out the very next year to be the outstanding uh, rookie of the year for Detroit. Then the next year, down in the same game, I have a boy named Aaron Thomas. And uh, you know a lot uh, about him, don't you? So I thought he was uh, even greater than Cogdell, and I had the highest regard for Cogdell. And uh, I was very happy, of course, when the Giants were able to get him last year. And then to see him come along these last two or three ball games and uh, justify all these high expectations from it, it uh, uh, really gives you a lot of satisfaction. Jim Lee Hall, I can't uh, begin to tell you how pleased we have been to have the Giants games on our radio network and how much we're looking forward to being able to bring these exciting games to our many listeners for years to come. Well, thank you very much. Of course, the Giants are very happy that, uh, that you're doing this because it's... Uh, does take uh, the game to more people, people who can't see it, and uh, it's building up a genuine interest in uh, football, and I know I catch it a lot on radio myself. Uh, uh, well, some of it even, uh, uh, when I'm away, why, uh, I tune in, and if I can't just be right there to the game, or even after the game, to get the rundown on the game, it's very important you people are doing a wonderful job. My guest here at halftime of today's game between the Giants and the Pittsburgh Steelers, Jim Lee Howe. The Giants are on the near side, the Pittsburgh Steelers on the far side. A drill team completing its halftime entertainment and marching off the field out towards the open end of the stadium. Y.A. Tittle, back of the bench, warming up. Throwing the ball to Joe Walton and to Hugh McElhenney. Y.A. goes back a couple of steps, sets it, and he throws downfield. Y.A. wearing half basketball sneakers. Under the ankle, low-cut sneakers. They're black. Because we are accustomed to seeing Y.A. with those old-fashioned high-top football shoes. But now the New York Giants go out to receive this kickoff. They lost the toss at the start of the game, and uh, now they have the option at the start of the second half, and they are receiving, as Joe Hassel told you. The lights are on, as they have been, and uh, although the sky is still a bright blue, we can see the effects of the sun's rays on some of the buildings in the background near Yankee Stadium. The field is entirely in shadow. 
There is even lighting on the entire field. Wind is swirling down on the field, but not severely and not with any uh, great consistency. Now Lou Michaels is seeing up the football at his own 40-yard line. Left-footed kicker, you know. Twin safeties for the Giants at the goal line are Killett and Dove. Joe Morrison of about the 10-yard line. Ready for the second half kickoff. Giants leading 16-3. And there's the boot. High and deep. This one is a good one. It hits the upright, the right upright. And it's an automatic touchback. So it's first and 10 for the Giants on their 20. Incidentally, the left upright facing the upright from the playing field. Blocked the point after attempt, the first point after by Don Chandler. And that's the, the reason why the Giants have 16 rather than 17 points. 16 to three, the Giants lead. Now the Giants go to the line of scrimmage. We'll check that offensive unit for you and see whether or not Jack Stroud is in there. First and 10 on the 20 yard line. And the handoff goes to Phil King. King puts up the middle for five, six yards. A trap play up the middle for six yards. Phil King carrying. And we see where Lane Howell is playing right back in the place of Jack Stroud. So the Giants offensively have Aaron Thomas at split end in place of Dale Schaffner. Schaffner's out here, though. And Joe Walton is the tight end. Brown and Howell are the tackles. Jess and Bolin, the guards. Greg Lawson, the center. The running backs, King and Morrison. The flanker back is Giffen. Y.A. Tittle, the quarterback. It's second and four on the 26th. Giants four. Morrison takes it, finds the hole, goes up field, picks up six yards, seven yards. A first down for the Giants, up the middle, Joe Morrison carrying, before he was stopped by Joe Cooper, the left tackle, and John Vega, the right end. First and ten for the Giants. The ball is on the Giants' 32-yard line. Six-yard gain by Joe Morrison. Defensively, the Steelers have Lou Michaels and Joe Cooper on the left side. Frank Atkinson is the right tackle, and John Vega, the right end. That's the big four up front. Russell... Matios and Schmitz are the linebackers. The handoff goes to Phil King up the line of scrimmage and for a two-yard gain, he goes up to the 34-yard line going off his own right guard. It'll be second and eight on the 34 of the New York Giants. Completing the Pittsburgh Steelers defense, the deep four are Glenn Glass, Dick Haley, Clendon Thomas, and Willie Daniels. So it's second and eight now for the Giants. The ball is on the 34-yard line of the Giants. The Giants are out in front 16-3. A minute and a half is gone in the second half. Tittle sends Thomas as a flanker out to the left side. Gifford is a tight right end. Tittle, calling signals, ducks it under the center. Takes the snap back. Hands up to Phil King. King up the middle, goes for one yard up to the 35-yard line. It'll be third and seven on the 35. More action in the moment. The score, the Giants 16, the Steelers 3. Oh, I like it. I'll take it. Where do I sign? Just a moment, please, ma'am. I know it's a lovely home. It's got everything, and you'll be proud to own it. But to see if you can afford it and how to finance it, write for information on home financing to Home Financing, Federal Housing Administration, Washington, D.C. Don't you think that's a good idea, White Did you? It's your money. Seven for the Giants. On the Giants, 35 at Tittle. Goes back to pass. Throws back on the left side. And it's almost intercepted by Willie Daniel, but it's incomplete. Willie Daniel stepping in front of Aaron Thomas to go for the interception, but it fell between the two men. So it's fourth and seven for the Giants on the Giants' 35. Giants pick up one first down, and now they're forced to punch. Twin safeties are Dick Haley and Clendon Thomas, ready to receive the kick, both wearing white sneakers. And Don Chandler 
Backs up to his own 21-yard line, waiting the snap to center. Fourth and seven on the Giants, 35. Snap comes back to Chandler. He moves forward and boots up all a wobbly kick, fairly low, fairly shallow. Bounding down, hit by Greg Lawson. It bounded into Greg Lawson off the surf at the 34-yard line, and the Pittsburgh Steelers take over. First and 10 at the 34. Penalty marker may have been thrown down. Let's see what the call is going to be here. Sam Huff, Bill King, still out on the field, both out on the field, along with the rest of the giant squad, offensively and defensively. And they're talking with uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers' Mike Patios. And it may be against the Giants on that last one. Let's see what the call is going to be. Waiting for the signal from the official. A personal foul called against the Giants on the penalty refused. So it's first and ten on the 34. Now the Steelers go to the line of scrimmage. The Giants are leading 16 to 3. Ed Brown is the quarterback. The defense of Johnson and Sapp. And the handoff goes to Sapp. Sapp goes off his own right guard, drives for six, seven, eight yards. Off his own right guard. Going up to the 41-yard line. Breaks down to the 42 it is. He picked up eight on the play. Tom Scott made the tackle. Here on Sapp. Tying the ball for eight. It's second and two on the 42-yard line of the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Giants are out in front, 16 to three. 12 minutes to go in this third quarter. Steelers go to the line of scrimmage. Buddy Dow flanks to the left side. The rest of the ball club is tight. Ed Brown goes back to pass on second down. Looks downfield, throws deep. Way down to Foreman, way down. Incomplete, overthrown. Foreman covered by Patton, but Foreman had a stride on Patton. And the pass is overthrown. More action in a moment. The score, the Giants 16, the Steelers 3. Don't let an irritating cough or sore throat spoil the holidays ahead. Get soothing comfort from HB Hospital brand cough drops, the happy holiday cough drops. A favorite for over 50 years, HB cough drops are medicated for fast, sure relief. Look for them in the clean white HB box at your nearest drug or candy counter. Get HB Hospital brand cough drops. The Steelers 42-yard line, big play coming up. Buddy Dyer flanked out to the right side, Powers is in an end. That's the ball club is tight. The Giants are back to the follow me. John Henry Johnson carries a big hole. He's out of the clear. Sequence the only who might catch him. Down to the 20 yard line. Looks going after him. Rolls him out of bounds on the 11, on the 10. On that play, the Giants are packed in solidly. And John Henry Johnson burst up the middle. And Dick Lynch had to come over from the weak side to come across and pull him down at the 10. Al de Regardus. Well, there it is, boy. There's the danger of going into a real heavy off- a defensive line. Once that fullback or halfback can get by the line of scrimmage, well, he's, he's all the way to the safety on the last play. Uh, here is Barnes is playing very tight, as was Jimmy Pat. The only man remaining was Dick Lynch, and Dick had to come from the far side. They had a real good play. First and goal to go on the 10-yard line. The ball is resting suddenly on the 10. Ed Brown, call signals. Hands up the steer on staff, trying to signal his own left end. He's hit and knocked down for a gain of two yards. Dick Pestner, a penalty marker. A penalty marker is thrown down. Trying to circle his own left end, Theron Sapp was hit by Pesson, penalty marker is down, a 15-yarder against the Steelers. Al DeRogatis, Marty Dixon is 
continues to do a real fine job. Now, when the Pittsburgh Steelers are putting on a running game, when they're trying to go to the outside, to the side of a split end or to the flanker, it means that the right hand back or the left hand back will have to cover uh, the split man on the pass. That means the, the safety, the inside safety man, has to uh, put the force on it. Dick Messer is doing a real fine job forcing the run. Back on the 25-yard line, Ed Brown goes back to pass, makes sure, throws, hanging on the right side. It's incomplete, in and out of the hands of Buddy Dial. Eric Foss, defending on the play, made a move and then stumbled and fell. And Dial reached up with one hand, the ball carried off his left hand and fell incomplete. So it'll be second and goal to go on the 25-yard line of the Giants. New York Giants, defensively, Cat Cavish, Modulevsky, Lovestier, and Robertelli. Hillebrand, Huff, and Scott, the linebackers, the deep four of Lynch, Patton, Fessenden, and Barnes. So it's second and 25 on the 25-yard line of the Giants. Buddy Dyer flanked out to the right side. Gary Bowman put out to the left side. Ed Brown ducks it under the center, takes the snap back. A draw plays as Johnson. Johnson running for three, four yards, and down he goes at the 21-yard line. It'll be third and goal on the 21-yard line. The draw play to John Henry Johnson with Jerry Hillebrand and Dick Martelewski making the tackle. Offensively, the Pittsburgh Steelers have Sapp and Johnson, the running back. Buddy Dial, the flanker back, Ed Brown is the corner. Johnson running for three, four yards, and down he goes at the 21-yard line. It'll be third and goal on the 21-yard line. The draw play to John Henry Johnson with Jerry Hillebrand and Dick Martelewski making the tackle. Offensively, the Pittsburgh Steelers have Sapp and Johnson, the running backs. Buddy Dial, the flanker back, Ed Brown is the quarterback. The ends of press covers are the tight end, Gary Bowman, the split end. Tackles Dan James and Charlie Bradshaw, the guards, Sandusky and Lennox, the center, Buzz Nutter. Third and 21 on the 21-yard line, big play. Going back to pass is Eddie Brown, looking downfield, throwing deep into the right corner. It's caught at the goal line for a score by Bowman. Gary Bowman gets it at the one and steps in. And Ed Brown had plenty of time to step back there, look for Gary Bourne. And he went in from the one-yard line out of the deep right corner. The score is now 16-9. Giants over Pittsburgh. They only moved from their own 34. 66 yards for the touchdown. Here's the point after Smith coming up. Lou Michaels will try it. Teams aligned in the set. The ball is snapped, placed down, it's kicked, up, and it is good. There's time out on the field with a score. The New York Giants, 16. The Pittsburgh Steelers, 10. And Yankee Stadium once again. The crowd almost hushed as a result of that drive by the Pittsburgh Steelers. They look sharp and sure. Ready for the kickoff now by Lou Michaels. The Giants are leading by six points. There's the kick by Michaels, high and deep, coming down near the goal line. Killer takes it at the two. Up he comes to the middle, the 10, the 15-yard line, along the left sideline, near the 20. He drives forward to the 23, fumble, a loose ball. But it's still Giants as the whistle sounded. Charlie Killer still had that ball. The tackle was made by Willie Daniel. Ball is at the 22-yard line, where it's first and 10 for the Giants on the 22 of the Giants. Aaron Thomas in an end. Dale Schofter is not out there. He's on the bench. Now the Giants break the huddle, go to the line of scrimmage. 
Lane Howell playing right tackle in place of Jack Strauss. Flank around to the right side of Skiffett. First and 10 on the 22 of the Giants. Tittle takes it, goes back to pass, takes the short one, throws the screen out to the left, incomplete. Intended for Joe Morrison. Joe Morrison, the intended receiver, a screen pass out to the left side, and the pass was thrown wide to Joe Morrison as Tittle was rushed hard. Bob Schmidt rushing on the play. He's the linebacker. Aldi regardless. Bob Schmidt's body very wisely, even though he realized the screen was coming as soon as he saw Joe put that fake block on him. He tried to grab for Joe. Once he missed Joe, the big thing is to drive for the quarterback, and he really put on a big rush. Second and 10 for the Giants. On the Giants, 22-yard line. Griffith is flanked to the right side. Thomas split to the left. The handoff goes to King, trying to swing wide. He cuts inside the end, drives up field, picks up four yards before he stops. Check that three yards. Alex Webster is warming up on the near sideline, jogging up and down, talking to Coach Al Sherman. Joe Cooper came in along with Mike Patios to make the tackle. The ball placed down at the 24-yard line. It'll be third and seven at the 24. The New York Giants leading in this ball game 16-10. But the momentum right now seems to have gone over to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Giff is flanked wide out to the right side. The rest of the ball club is tight. Third and seven on the 24. Tittle takes the snap back, goes straight back to pass, being rushed, throws down the middle. It's caught by Giffen at midfield, a beautiful one-handed catch at midfield, and he goes forward to the 47. What a catch by Giffen, a one-hander reaching to his shoe top to pull that in. Frank Giffen down and over the middle. A first down. It was third and seven. Talk about your big plays. Giffen came up with a magnificent catch. At top speed, he reached down with one hand, his right hand. He pulled it off his ankle top, and he was hit immediately by Glenn Glass. First and ten for the Giants on the 47-yard line of the Steelers. Giants go to the line of scrimmage. Thomas flanked to the left side. The rest of the ball club is tight. Tittle ducks in under the center, takes the snap back. Rolls out to his left to pass, looks downfield, throws over the middle, completes the gift on the 30, down to 25, out of bounds at the 21-yard line. A beauty to Frank Giffen, going to the, from right to left, over the middle, and the Giants are on the move, down to the 22-yard line is where he was forced out of bounds. That play was good for 25 yards, first and 10 on the 22. New York Giants, and two quick plays. One for 29 yards, one for 25 yards, both to Frank Gifford. Gifford now goes out as a flanker to the right side. The rest of the ball club is tight. Tittle, the quarterback, on the steal is 22. Tittle takes it, goes back to pass, looking downfield, throws Angley to the right side, completes the ball, the scores and going all the way! Touchdown! One, two, three passes! Touchdown, game! yards, 25 yards, 22 yards. Gifford, Gifford again, and then Morrison. And the Giants go out in front now, 22 to 10. They move 78 yards in six plays. Here's the point after attempt. Teams are lined up. Ball to snap, place down, and kick. It is good. There's timeout on the field with a score. The New York Giants, 23. The Pittsburgh Steelers, 10. In the crowd, a hubbub. As the Giants are out in front, 23 to 10, 8 minutes and 49 seconds remain in this third quarter. Don Chandler has teed up the ball, drops back to his own 32-yard line, ready to boot it. Twin safeties back there are Thomas and Bowman. Here's the kick, high, way up in the air, not too deep. 
coming down to the 10-yard line, taken by Clinton Thomas. He runs to his left along the 15-yard line, missed by one man, running along the far side. A beautiful tackle to the 25-yard line. Charlie Killer with a beautiful tackle, right around the ankle. And down went Clinton Thomas. Good run back on the play. Ball is at the 25, 26-yard line, where it's first and 10 for the Giants. For the Steelers, rather, on the Steelers. 26-yard line, the Giants are out in front, 23 to 10. Steelers go to the line of scrimmage. Buddy Dial flanked wide out to the right side. Gary Borman put out to the left. The running back to Staff and Johnson. Ed Brown, the quarterback, takes the snap back. Gives off to John Henry. Henry trying to circle his own left end. Who's up here for a couple yards, and down he goes. Hit high and hard. Dick Lynch coming in, a flush of high and hard on his shoulder. Up to the 30-yard line, he picked up four yards on the play. It's second and six at the 30. Al DeRogatis. Barney, once again, almost perfectly executing, executed defensive maneuver. Tom Scott closing to the inside, inside of Andy Robustelli. Andy taking it to the outside, get, getting a hand on John Henry, and then Dick Lynch coming up in that corner spot and finishing him off. Perfect positioning. Second and six on the 30-yard line. Brown calling the signals, takes the snap back. Hands off the staff, staff running off right tackle, picks up four or five yards. And down he goes, four yards on the play. Up to the 34-yard line. And he's pulled down by Tom Scott and by Jim Patton. Running off his own right tackle, that running attack by the Steelers, grinding out the yardage. He picked up four, it's third and two, the ball is on the 34-yard line. Here's another big play coming up. Third and two on the 34 of the Pittsburgh Steelers. The New York Giants are out in front, 23 to 10. 7.20 to go on this third quarter. Bowman at the right side now. Dial flanks to the left side. Eddie Brown looking over the defense. Now he's under the center. Takes the snap back. Goes back to pass on third down. Throws deep. Deep down the middle. It's almost intercepted by Eric Barnes. In and out of the hands of Barnes. More action in a moment. The score. The New York Giants 23. The Pittsburgh Steelers 10. This is Jack Benny. I'd like to ask you to remember that holiday time means Christmas seal time. Christmas seals on all our holiday mail to fight tuberculosis. Make sure there are Christmas seals on every card, on every package, to help protect everyone from TB. It's fourth and two now for Pittsburgh on their 34. Ed Brown is back in front formation on his own 20-yard line. Twin safeties for the Giants. Brown moves forward. Almost blocked. The kick is low. End, end, end over end. Rolling around near the 35-yard line, now to the 30-yard line. And it's picked up by one of the New York Giants, Dick President. He runs up along the left side, goes up to the 34-yard line, and he stops at the 34. The ball may have been kicked by one of the Steelers off around the 36-yard line. That's what it was. And it was blown dead there as it was kicked by the Steelers at the 36. So it's first and 10 for the Giants on their 36-yard line. The Giants are leading 23 to 10. Aaron Thomas still playing the split end. Joe Walton the tight end. Dale Shoster hurt in the first half is on the bench. Bill King and Morrison are the running backs. Gifford the flanker. Y.A. Tittle the quarterback. Tittle at the line of scrimmage calling out to both sides. Now he's ducks it under the center. He takes the snap back. Gives up to King. King over his own right guard. Drives forward for four or five yards. Up to the 39-yard line. And that's where he stopped at the 39. Phil King carrying. Aldi Regardis. Occasionally, the Pittsburgh Steelers defensive unit will play a, a uh, overshift to the giant weak side. In other words, they are they're putting their strength to the giant weak side, figuring the Giants are going to come with a weak side running a running game. Very wisely on that particular play, why it'll hit to the strong side. 
Gifford goes out of the flank on the right side at second and seven on the 39. Tittle takes it, goes straight back to pass, looks downfield, throws deep, a penalty marker on the play, and it's caught by Aaron Thomas, and he's pulled out of the 31. Pulled out of the 31-yard line. The Giants may be arguing, a face, grabbing a face mask. Seems to be the signal. No, it's against the Steelers. A beautiful catch by Aaron Thomas at the 31-yard line of the Steelers. And let's see what the call is going to be. It may be from the spot of the of the down. And they may mark off another 15. They are, yes, sir. From the spot of the ball. Right down to the 15-yard line is where it is. A personal foul grabbing the face pass of one of the Giants. So it's first and 10 for the Giants on the 15-yard line. Chicago has gone ahead of Detroit. In the third quarter, Chicago 10, Detroit 7. So it's first and 10 for the Giants on the Steelers' 15-yard line. New York Giants leading 23 to 10, 5.50 to go in the ballgame. Gifford flanked to the right side, the rest of the ball club is tight. Tittle calls the signal, takes the snap back, goes back to pass, throws, angling to the right corner, Gifford's got it at the one, at the one-yard line. He's out of bounds at the one. First and goal to go on the one-yard line. Frank Gifford running it down and out. So it's first and goal to go on the one-yard line. Some goal line defenders coming in for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Ernie Stotner is in there. But greater weight and strength, as well as Frank Atkinson and Luke Fordleon. Well, it's first and goal to go on the one-yard line. The Giants are out in front, 23 to 10. The Pittsburgh Steelers real tight in there. Y.A. hands up the margin and dives in. Touchdown! The Giants go ahead, 29 to 10. Y.A. Tittle goes running off the field. Running off again with that right-hand motion as if to say, attaboy, attaboy. The Giants have gone. 64 yards, 78 yards, in quick rush, and they lead now, 29 to 10, here's the point after attempt, teams a line of the set, ball a snap, place down and kicked it up, and it is good, there's time out on the field with a score, the New York Giants 30, the Pittsburgh Steelers 10. Caused the death of about 150,000 Americans each year, deaths from respiratory diseases are going up faster than any other type of disease. They're up 30% in just the last five years. Now there's something you and I can do about this. Use all the Christmas seals you can this holiday season. When you use Christmas seals, your dollars now fight not only TB, but the common cold and other respiratory diseases. Christmas seals help to protect you and your loved ones. Won't you please answer your Christmas seal letter today? At Yankee Stadium, with five minutes and 50 seconds remaining in this third quarter, the Giants are out in front, 30 to 10. John Chandler ready to kick off. Twin safeties of Thomas and Borman back at the goal line. There's the boot. A short kick, end over end, coming down near the 15. And it's taken by Clemens Thomas along the left side. He angles back to his right, splits the ball at the 30-yard line. He has been down there by Bob Taylor, a rookie. Aldi Regardis. Marty, it's a situation where when you're in a crucial game like this, naturally you'd love to be in this position. But it puts Pittsburgh in the position where they have to come out of the shell. They can no longer go with ball control. They've got to put the football up. And when you start putting the football up, well, then the ball, the ball game can break wide open again. 
Well, it's first and ten for the Steelers on the 30. Buddy Dyer flanked to the right side. The rest of the ball club is tight. Going back. A handoff now to Gary Borman on an end-around play. He's got five yards running along his own right side and drives up for eight yards on the play before he stops. At the 38-yard line near the 40, sure that ball is placed inbound. Gary Borman plays a tight left end. On occasion, Buddy Dyer was flanked to the right side, and he comes around on an end-around. He picked up nine yards on the play. It'll be second and one on the 39. Katkavich made the tackle. Yes, Al? And Jim Katkavich, Marty, made a really great play. Mike Sandusky, 62, and Charlie Bradshaw, both leading the play. We're both trying to block on Cat, and he forced, forced them both to the outside, waiting for a man to come over. Ed Brown has the ball himself, goes up the middle for about the first down. He fumbled the ball momentarily, and then he moved up the middle himself to pick up the first down. The ball is now at the 42-yard line of the Steelers. First and ten for Pittsburgh on the 42. Four and a half minutes to go in this third quarter. Dick Modulewski and John Lovettier made the tackle. Chicago has gone further ahead of Detroit. Chicago 17, Detroit 7 in the third quarter. Flankers are now left and right. Ed Brown takes it, goes back to pass. A quick pitch out to the right side, completes the dial, and he's knocked out of bounds at midfield. A, down, a sideline pattern down and out to the right side. Knocked out of bounds at the midfield line by Eric Barnes. Play is good for eight yards at second and two at the 50-yard line. New York Giants leading by a score of 30 to 10 as the Pittsburgh Steelers continue to grind, grind out the yardage. The short passes and the running plays effective for Pittsburgh. Gary Borman now is a tight right end. Buddy Dial flanked down to the left side. Press Coffin to the other end. And the handoff goes to Staff trying to circle his own left end. He makes the turn up field, picks up five, seven yards, and down he goes after picking up set, seven. Sam Huff, Jim Patton, and Dick Pesson combine to stop him. And again, the Pittsburgh Steelers continue this drive. It's first and ten for the Pittsburgh Steelers on the New York Giants, 43-yard line. Pittsburgh Steelers break the huddle in their white uniforms with black and gold trim. They go to the line of scrimmage, driving in towards the closed end of Yankee Stadium. Flankers are right and left. Going back to pass is Eddie Brown, looking downfield, throws down the middle, it's complete to Foreman at the 28-yard line, he drives forward to the 25, before he stops at the 25-yard line. Jim Patton in on the play, along with Dick Lynch. Another first down, an 18-yard advance. First and 10 for the Pittsburgh Steelers, on the Giants' 25-yard line. Al DeRogatis. Gary Bowman, Mike, uh, Marty is doing a really fine job. Now, this boy's got great speed, and you have to cover him, giving him a little bit of room. Now, he may be trying to set up a fly pattern, figuring that the Giants may try to cover tight. Ed Brown, the quarterback, calls the signal. Hands off to Staff. Staff trying to circle his own end. Staff at the line of scrimmage. No game. Pretty play by Jerry Hillebrand coming in along with John Levitier. Three minutes to go in this third quarter. The Giants out in the front, 30 to 10. It's second and 10 on the 25-yard line of the Giants. Aldi Regardless. Marty, once again, though, Jerry Hillebrand made the tackle. Dick Pessinen made the play. Dick came up from that safety position, uh, reading runs to the outside. Uh, Mike Sandusky, 62, leading the play, was the guy that uh, Dick Pessinen picked off, enabling Hillebrand to fill from the inside. Flank around to the right side is dialed. The rest of the ball club is tight. Second and 10 on the 25. Going back to pass is Eddie Brown. Looking downfield, throws deep near the goal line. And it's intercepted by Eric Barnes. He, Eric Barnes decides to stay in there. He stays there. He started to come out, looked around. And Gary Borman, the intended receiver, was close to him. And so Eric Barnes decided to stay put in the end zone and not run it out as he did in the first half. And the Giants have the ball as a result of the touchback. 
first and ten on their 20. And as Aldi Regardis pointed out, with the Steelers trailing, the Steelers must take these chances, put that ball up in the air, and when it's up in the air, it's also up for grabs. First and ten for the Giants on the Giants' 20-yard line. The Giants leading 30 to 10. A tight D with one exception. Aaron Thomas flanked to the left side. The running backs are King and Morrison. Y.A. Tittle calls the play. Hands up to Phil King. He busted off his own left guard. Goes for four yards. Up to the 24-yard line. Aldi Regardis. Y.A. Tittle, Marty, came with an automatic. Again, uh, number 43, Glenn Glass, playing the left corner halfback, moves up to the line of scrimmage in what becomes a 4-4 defensive situation. Number 36, the left uh, uh, linebacker, Russell, for the Pittsburgh Steelers, moved up the middle as if the Red Dog. Y.A. called the automatic, but called it away from the strong, the strength of the Steelers. Second and six on the 24. Kiffin flanked to the right side. The rest of the team is tight. Y.A. calls signals. Takes the snap back. Hands up to Phil King. King busts up the middle for three yards. To the 27-yard line. More action on the moment. The score of the Giants, 30. Pittsburgh, 10. Don't let an irritating cough or sore throat spoil the holidays ahead. Get soothing comfort from HB Hospital brand cough drops. The happy holiday cough drops. A favorite for over 50 years, HB cough drops are medicated for fast, sure relief. Look for them in the clean white HB box at your nearest drug or candy counter. Get HB Hospital brand cough drops. One minute and 15 seconds to go in this third quarter. Third and three on the 27th. Tittle thrown for a loss as he goes back to pass. He raised up, saw he could spot no receiver, and he was thrown down for a loss. Joe Cooper. There's a man in Uncle for loss, and now Cooper helps him to his feet along with Lane Howell. He's back on the 18-yard line. A nine-yard loss on the play. So it's fourth and 12 on the 18. A minute and 10 seconds remain in this third period. And John Chandler comes in a punt now. Twin safeties back there for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Thomas and Haley. Chandler gets the snap and center. Kicked it. A good, wobbly spiral. Fair catch called at the 46-yard line by Clendon Thomas. The 46 of the Pittsburgh Steelers. So Pittsburgh takes over. First and 10 on there. 46. The Giants are out in front. 30 to 10. 50 seconds remaining in this third period. Yes, Al? Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers have had their greatest passing success, it appears, uh, on the first down situation. The Giants are placing for the run, but here it's come with the pass. Gary Borman again, very tough, very tough to cover deep, and he's also got a real good, quick inside move. First and 10 on the 46 as Brown goes back to pass. Those a quick sideline pass to the left side. A pretty catch by Buddy Dial. He fumbles the ball. It's loose and goes out of bounds to the far side. It was last touched by Buddy Dial, so it's still Pittsburgh ball to the Giants 40. They get the benefit of a forward roll that time of about five yards. Good for a first down. A fumble as he was hit by Dick Lynch. The ball rolling out of bounds and forward out of bounds for five yards. At the 40-yard line of the Giants. First and 10 for Pittsburgh on the Giants' 40. The Giants leading 30 to 10. 35 seconds to go in this third quarter. Brown going back to pass. Looking downfield. Throws deep. Deep down to the left side to Dial. He's got it at the 5 for a touchdown. He outraced Dick Lynch. A touchdown. A beauty of 40 yards. With Buddy Dial running deep down the left sideline. Getting it on the 4-yard line. A stride in front of Dick Lynch for the touchdown. That makes it 30-16. Aldi Regardis. Ed Brown obviously was testing on the play preceding the TD. He came with that quick uh, pitch to the outside. Again, the buddy dial, seeing how close Dick Lynch was covering. They figured Dick was very close. They could beat him on the fly, and they did. Teams are lined up for the point after attempt. Lou Michaels will try it. 
Signals being called. The ball is snapped. Placed down and booted. It's up and it is good. There's Simon on the field with the score. The New York Giants 30. The Pittsburgh Steelers 17. The kickoff high and deep goes through the end zone. An automatic touchback and Giants have the ball first and 10 on their 20-yard line. New York Giants lead. Cuts to 13 points. 30 to 17. Giants offensive unit again. With Aaron Thomas playing the split end, Joe Walton the tight end, Dale Sharpton was hurt in the first half, he's on the bench, but he's not been used thus far in the second half. Lane Howell playing offensive right tackle. That's the only change in the lineup, or those are the only changes. Y.A. Tittle takes the snap back, hands up to Phil King, trying to circle the end, moves upfield and up to the line of scrimmage, and that's all. Pulled down from behind on a good tackle on the play by Bob Schmidt. Lou Cordleon also in on the tackle. It's second and ten for the Giants. The ball is on the Giants' 20-yard line. Giants have Rosie Brown playing left tackle and Lane Howell, the rookie from Grambling, at right tackle. Darrell Desson, Bookie Bowl, and the guards. Greg Loss in the center as the gun sounds, ending the third quarter. That's the end of the third quarter with a score of the Giants, 30, the Pittsburgh Steelers, 17. Fourth quarter of the ball game now. The Giants out in the left center field of Yankee Stadium, heading in towards the closed end of the stadium. They're out in front of the Pittsburgh Steelers, 30 to 17. It's second and 10 for the Giants on the Giants' 20-yard line. Play has not yet resumed. In the fourth quarter at Chicago. Chicago leads Detroit 17-7. These final 15 minutes of play will determine the Eastern Division champion. Just as the final 15 minutes at Chicago this afternoon determine the Western Division champion. They meet for the title two weeks from today in the home of the Western champion. December 29th. Giants were leading by as many as 20 points. And 16 to 3 at halftime, 30 to 10 before that last Pittsburgh touchdown. And now the Giants huddle up. Y.A. Tittle calling the play in that huddle. It's second and 10 on the 20 yard line. Now they go to the line of scrimmage. Giffords flanks out to the right side. Aaron Thomas split out to the left side. Tittle looking over that defense. Ducks in under the center. He takes the snap back, goes back to pass on second. Throws the screen out to the left side. Complete to Morrison. He has a blocker. Moves downfield. Up he goes. Up to the. 28-yard line, and down he goes finally at the 28. A screen pass out to the left side to the 28-yard line, so it'll be third and two on the 28. Mike Patios and Bob Smith combined to stop him. Joe Morrison taking that screen, picking up a block from Greg Lawson and from Darrell Death. Third and two, big play on the 28-yard line of the Giants. Giants are out in front, 30 to 17, 14 minutes and 25 seconds to go on the football game. Giants break the huddle. They go to the line of scrimmage. Giffen flanked to the right side. Thomas split left. The running backs are King and Morrison. Tittle looking over the defense. Ducks in under the center. He takes the snap back. Hands up to King. Running up his own right tackle. He drives up field. He's short of the first down by a yard. Up to the 29-yard line. So it'll be fourth and one on the 29. And the Giants are forced to punt. Don Chandler goes jogging out on the field. Y.A. Tittle comes striding off to the near sideline. Twin safeties for the Pittsburgh Steelers, Thomas and Haley, Clendon Thomas and Dick Haley, a pair of five- and six-year veterans. Don Chandler back on his own 15-yard line, ready for the snap from center. The Giants are out in front, 30-17. to 17. He gets the snap from center to Chandler, and he boosts that ball. It's a good one. A high, twisting spiral taken at the 26-yard line by Haley. Haley runs to his right, and he's pulled down by Greg Lawson. A beautiful tackle. Lawson coming in at full steam, pulls it down at the 22-yard line. 
Haley was billing back to his right, but Greg Lawson cut him down at the 22. First and 10 for the Steelers on their 22-yard line. The Giants leading 30 to 17. 13 minutes and 20 seconds to go in this football game. As the Steelers break the huddle, go to the line of scrimmage. Buddy Dyer flank wide out to the left side. Lynch covering him out here. Ed Brown takes it, hands up the snap, snap, goes off left guard, drives up for three yards up to the 25-yard line where he's stopped by Dick Modulewski. It'll be third and seven on the 25-yard line of the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Giants out in front, 30 to 17. 13 minutes to go on the football game. 13 minutes to go on the Giants lead by 13 points. Andy Robustelli calling the defensive signal, slapping his hands together, exhorting his own defensive ball club. Third and seven on the 25. Dial flanked out to the right side now. The rest of the ball club is tight. Brown calls signals. Takes it. Gives off the snap. Trying to swing wide around his own right end. And he's pulled down. No game. Jerry Hillebrand. Jerry Hillebrand in on tackle. Beautifully. So it's third and seven on the 25-yard line. Aldi Regardis starting once again. I've got to uh, point out the job that Dick Petson is doing. This boy is really moving up there from that safety position on so many of the runs. The Steelers are playing a wide split with their flanker and their end. That means the halfback will have a difficult job of making the force on the run. So this is up to the safety, and Dick Messon is doing a fine job. Third and seven on the 25. Brown going back to pass, looking downfield. Throws, angry to the left side. Overthrown, too high, intended for Gary Ballman. So it's fourth and seven on the 25. More action in a moment. The score, the Giants 30, the Steelers 17. Music to plan your future by. Count up, count up, count up, count up, your lady's boy. See how fast they count up. Yes, United States savings bonds to keep freedom in your future. Also a great way to feather your own nest egg. Buy savings bonds. Ed Brown back in front formation on his own 10-yard line. Person and Dove and twin safeties back on their own 35. Snap from center, and Brown boots that ball, a bad kick, over to the far side, bounding down near midfield, rolling around near the 50-yard line, and the Giants are all away from it, the Steelers around the ball. A poor kick, and it finally rolls dead at the 48-yard line of the Giants. As a score from Chicago, Detroit has scored, and in the fourth quarter, the Bears 17, Detroit 14. First and 10 now for the Giants on the Giants' 48-yard line. The Giants are out in front, 30 to 17. They snap through the line of scrimmage. Y.A. Tittle sends Gifford out as a flanker to the right side. Tittle takes it, goes straight back to pass, fake short, throws deep, deep way down there, and Thomas and it's overthrown, incomplete at the 10-yard line. Thomas covered on the play by Clendon Thomas. They are not related. That's Aaron Thomas for the Giants, and Clendon Thomas, of course, for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Well, it's second and 10. On the New York Giants, 48-yard line. Frank Gibbard goes running back in on the huddle, says something to Y.A. Tittle. Al DeRogatis. Pointing the strategy on the last play, Y.A. figured that the Steelers were going to play, be playing very tight. He figured the halfback, and he figured right they were going to be playing way up to the line of scrimmage. Uh, the Giants uh, figuring again uh, a running situation. And Y.A. tried to go with a big bomb. Uh, it was a gamble, but it could have worked. Second and 10 on the 48. Y.A. at the line of scrimmage. Takes the snap back. Hands up to King. King busts up the middle, goes for seven, eight yards. A loose ball, a fumble. Recovered by... Let's see now. I see the Steelers recover. The Steelers have recovered the ball. It's at the Steelers' 46-yard line. 
And down at the bottom of the pile for the Pittsburgh Steelers is John Baker. He made the recovery on the fumble by Phil King. So the Steelers take over. It's first and ten on the Steelers' 46-yard line. Time remaining, 11-20. The New York Giants are out in front. Now the Steelers go to the line of scrimmage. First and ten on their 46-yard line. Ed Brown, the quarterback, looks over the defense, ducks in under the center, takes the snap back, a double reverse. Press forward to carry the ball, snap back there for a loss, and down he goes at his own 43-yard line. A three-yard loss on the play. Robustelli, Lovett, Jaron Huff on that double reverse, didn't fool any of the Giants, and he was pulled out for a loss. Back to their own 43. Second and 13 on the 43. Yes, Al? The onside tackle, Barry, the tackle to Andy Robicelli's side, gave the play away because as soon as the man went in reverse away from Robicelli, the blocker tried to put a block on Andy to the inside. Andy played play the pressure to the outside. Plank is right and left as Ed Brown goes back to pass, second and long yard. It's throws down the middle, and it's caught by Gary Foreman at the 45 of the Giants. A pretty catch. He's held up right by the Giants. The ball is played down at the 44 of the Giants. Mighty close to a first down. And it is the first down. First and ten for the Steelers on the Giants' 44-yard line. And Ed Brown, that time Ed Brown threw a bullet right over the middle. And right in the breadbasket of Gary Borman, the end. Now Dial flanks wide to the right side. Borman has flipped to the left side. First and ten on the 44. Brown, the quarterback, takes it. Hands up to John Henry Johnson. He spins down the line and goes for three yards. Down to the 41-yard line of the Giants. It'll be second and seven on the 41. Sam Huff and Andy Robicelli stop the play. Nine minutes and 50 seconds to go in this football game. The Giants are out in front, 30 to 17. Pittsburgh has the ball, second and seven on the Giants, 41-yard line. Al DeRogatis. Ed Brown, Murray, likes is beginning to develop a pattern here. He likes to come with a quick pass to either Dial or to Bowman, and then after that he goes on a fly. We might watch for a fly pass to Gary Bowman. Going back to pass is Eddie Brown looking downfield. He's seeing rush. He throws into the right side and it's incomplete. Coming in hard, Jim Kent Cabbage and John Lovettier rushing at Brown and Brown through over the sideline on the right side. Incomplete. Intended for John Henry Johnson. So it's third and seven for the Pittsburgh Steelers on the Giants' 41 yard line. And the clock has stopped with nine minutes and 29 seconds to go in this football game. The Giants are out in the front, 30 to 17. At Chicago, the Bears lead Detroit in the fourth quarter. 17 to 14. How more exciting can the National Football League championship get? Eastern Division title and the Western Division title at stake today. Up to the line of scrimmage now come the Pittsburgh Steelers. Dial flank wide to the right side. Going back to pass is Brown looking downfield. Throws on the left and it's caught for a first down. Incomplete. Rolled incomplete. He was knocked out of bounds. It was caught but he, was, he caught it out of bounds. The receiver, Gary Borman, made the catch all right, but he had to have both feet inbounds when he came down, and he was out of bounds. The pass was complete, but out of bounds. So it's fourth and seven on the 41, and it looks as though Lou Michaels will try a field goal. Ed Brown is in there, so is Lou Michaels. It may be a fake as well, and Jim Patton is the only man going back, and he's not going back too far. It's going to be a 48-yard attempt if it is. Teams are lined up. Ball is snapped, placed down, and kicked. It's up high enough, and it is caught by Jimmy Patton at the goal line. He runs out to the 5, to the 10, up along the near sideline, to the 15-yard line. He gets good blocks to the 20, the 25, a penalty marker, the 30-yard line, and out of bounds at the 35. And out of bounds at the 35.
May have been clipping back there. Let's see what the call is going to be. The kick was short. The ball is going to be brought back because of a clipping infraction against the Giants. A beautiful run back by Jim Patton, but it's nullified by a clip. It'll be a half a distance to the goal line, I believe, 15 yards from the spot of the foul. That should be, and it's placed down at the 8-yard line. So the Giants have the ball, first and 10, on their own 8-yard line. Nine minutes and 14 seconds to go in the game. The Giants lead 30 to 17. Big plays coming up. Y.A. Tittle at the line of scrimmage. Takes the snap back, gives off to Morrison, trying to swing wide. He makes the turn, cuts up field, picks up four, five yards before he's down. A pretty run by Joe Morrison, battling upfield. Clendon Thomas made the tackle. Ball placed down at the 16-yard line. Picked up eight yards on the play. Hugh McElhenney comes into the lineup now, replacing Phil King. For the first time, the offensive unit has changed in the backfield. It's second and two on the 16-yard line. Y.A. Tittle calls the signals. Takes the snap back. Gives to Morrison again. He cuts off his own left guard. Out of the clear for the first down. And down he goes out to 25. Big plays, big plays for the Giants. First and 10 for New York on the Giants. 25-yard line. Aldi Regardas. Marty, as you call it, Joe is making some really big plays. And Joe Morrison, uh, up front, there is no distinctive hole. The Steelers are doing a real good job. But Joe Morrison, very wisely, keeping his balance and picking his hole. And, and, and the last two successive plays has picked the right one. Gifford flank wide out to the right side. First and 10 on the Giants. 25, the Giants leading 30 to 17. 8-5 to go in the game. 8-0-5. Tittle goes back to pass, looks downfield. Throws on the other right side. Complete the Gifford on the 40-yard line. How about he goes? Gifford actually fell down, going downfield. He slipped as he made his cut. He picked himself up, and now he makes the catch at the 40, and he ducks out of bounds there. Frank Gifford playing a magnificent football game today. First and 10 for the Giants on the Giants' 40-yard line. This series began back on the Giants' 8. Now they're up to their own 40. Seven minutes and 59 seconds remain in this football game. Giants leading 30 to 17. McElhenney and Morrison on the deep back. Thomas, flanked very wide out to the left side. The rest of the ball club is tight. The handoff goes to Morrison. Up the middle, he breaks in the clear. Up the midfield, down to the 45, down to the 41. Another first down. Forward action of the moment. The score, the Giants, 30. The Steelers, 17. Need Christmas gifts for men? White Owl cigars are always a hit. White Owls are beautifully gift-wrapped in a wide range of prices. $1.68 to $4.75. And easy to find at your local drug, food, and tobacco stores. Give White Owl, and you'll make his Christmas a merry one. Seven and a half minutes to go in this football game. Thomas Plank wide out to the left side. First and ten on the Steelers, 41. Handoff goes to Hugh McElhenney. Hat McElhenney up the middle. No gain on the play. He's held up right by two of the Pittsburgh Steelers. So it'll be second and ten on the 41-yard line. As the clock continues to run, seven minutes and ten seconds remain. In the game, Joe Cooper and Mike Patios with a pair who held Hugh McElhenney upright. Offensively, McElhenney and Morrison, the running backs. Frank Gifford, the flanker back. And what a game he has played today. Y.A. Tittle, the quarterback. The ends of Thomas and Walt. The tackles are Lane Howell and Rosie Brown. The guards, Destin Bolden. The center is Greg Lawson. Second and 10 on the 41-yard line. Gifford split out to the right side. Flank to the right side now. Rest of the ball club is tight. 
Tittle goes back to pass, looks downfield, throws hanging to the right, completes the Gifford at the 31-yard line. A first down, another first down for the Giants. I don't know who's going to get that Kinney Carr Award this week. Dick Lynch won it last week, but that Gifford show will be in contention. First and 10 on the 31-yard line of the Pittsburgh Steelers. And the New York Giants have moved from their own eight to the Steelers' 31, and the clock continues to go, 6.38. Up to the line of scrimmage come the New York Giants, driving in towards the closed end of Yankee Stadium. Tight T with one exception, Thomas flank wide. Tittle goes back to pass, throws. Angry for left foot, a lead pass to Morrison, too long! Morrison out of the clear, the pass thrown by Y.A., and Y.A. had taken his helmet off, and he was jumping up and down, stamping his feet like a little kid who had been refused some candy. Y.A. knew he had Joe Morrison out in the clear. He let him just a little too much. The play was incomplete, but Y.A. is so mad at himself, he took off his helmet and literally jumped up and down, stamping his feet. It's second and ten now on the 31-yard line of the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Giants are leading 30-17. to 17. Giants huddled up. Bill King up off the bench talking to Coach Al Sherman after Kyle Roach. Giants go to the line of scrimmage now. Giffords flank right, Thomas split left. Second and ten on the 31. Tittle calling out of the line of scrimmage, maybe an automatic. Takes the snap back. A draw play to Joe Morrison. He runs off his own left guard, drives downfield, goes down to the 23-yard line. Picks up eight yards. It'll be third and two on the 23. We pause for station identification. This is the Giants Football Network. Your dial is set at 810, the smoothest sound around. WGY Schenectady. Now it's third and two for the New York Giants on the Steelers 23-yard line. In case you're interested, the ball is midway between the sidelines. Five minutes and 55 seconds to go in the game. Tittle calls the signal, takes the snap back, goes straight back to pass, being rushed. Throws out to the right side to Morrison. He dropped it. Joe had it in his hand. The same pattern as at the left side when he when the pass was overthrown. This time it was not overthrown, but fell into Morrison's hands directly from over his head. A very tough catch to make had he made it, but he dropped it at the 10-yard line. The ball came directly from over his head. He had to turn almost all the way around to watch that ball come down, and he couldn't hold on. And now a field goal attempt from 29 yards out, straight away. 29 yards out, straight away. The Giants leading by 13. Teams are set. Ball snap. Place down. It's kicked. High enough. Deep enough. It is good. No good. No good. Wide to the left. And Don Chandler is arguing vociferously, but to no avail. Five minutes and 42 seconds to go in the game. A fine drive by the Giants from their own eight-yard line down to the 23. And the Steelers take over first and 10 on their 20. The score, the New York Giants 30 and the Pittsburgh Steelers 17. Five minutes and 42 seconds to go in this football game. Now the Steelers hustle to the line of scrimmage. Buddy Dial flanked to the left side. Gary Bowman split to the right side. Going back to passes Brown. He hands off to Snap. Snap on a draw play up the middle. Picks up seven yards, eight yards. Dick Marjolewski and Sam Huff combine to stop him. Seven yards it was on the play. It'll be second and three on the 27. And the clock is running with 5.20 to go. Five minutes and 20 seconds remain in the ball game. The Giants are out in front by those 13 points. Dial flank wide out to the right side. 
Going back to pass is Eddie Brown. Looking downfield, throwing deep, way down the middle. Jimmy Patton in it. He intercepts on the 30 yard line. Along the near sideline, to the 35, to the 40. Cuts back to his left and down he goes at midfield. Giant ball. First and 10 at midfield. Jimmy Patton made the interception up. Big one. Gary Foreman made the tackle. First and 10 for New York at the midfield line. Jimmy Patton making his sixth interception of the season. Clock is running five minutes ago. First and ten at midfield. The Giants are out in front, 30 to 17. Out at Chicago, the Bears lead Detroit, 17 to 14. Giffen flanked out to the right side. The rest of the ball club is tight. Y.A. Fiddle turning to call back to his backs, McElhenney and Morrison. And the handoff goes to McElhenney. Pulls away from one man. Gets to the line of scrimmage. Spins upfield for four yards. Five yards. Down he goes. Picking up five. He was stuck at the line of scrimmage, pulled away, and drove for five yards. Second and five at the 45-yard line. Mike Patios, the middle linebacker, made the stop on Hugh McElhenney, the great veteran of the University of Washington, now in his 12th year of the National Football League, and getting the chance to play in this very important ball game. Second and five on the 45 of the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Giants out in front, 30 to 17. Four minutes and five seconds to go in the football game. Y.A. Tittle running the ball club. Hands off to Morris. Morris drives for the first down. Seven yards. Eight yards on the play. Down to the 37-yard line. Joe Morris up the middle for a first down. Stopped by Clinton Thomas and Willie Daniel. First and ten on the 37 of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Clock is running. Three minutes and 45 seconds to go in the game. Up to the line of scrimmage come the Giants now. First and ten on the Steelers, 37. Y.A. Tittle looking over the defense. Gifford is flank right. Takes a snap back. Hands up to Morrison. Morrison drives to the middle. Goes inside the 35 to the 34. Picks up three on the play. Joe Krupa makes the tackle. It'll be second and seven on the 34-yard line. Here's second and seven on the 34-yard line. New York Giants are out in front, 30 to 17. Three minutes and five seconds to go. Giants in their huddle, taking the maximum amount of time. Now they go to the line of scrimmage. Aaron Thomas flanks to the left side. McElhenney and Morrison are deep. The rest of the ball club is tight. Handoff goes to Morrison. Runs over his own right guard. Stops at the line of scrimmage. No gain, a one-yard loss on the play. Back to the 35-yard line. Ernie Stoutner came charging in, and the Pittsburgh Steelers have called for a timeout to stop the clock. When play is resumed, it'll be third and eight on the 35-yard line. The time remaining, two minutes and 42 seconds. Giants have the ball, third and eight on, their, on the Steelers' 35-yard line. Two minutes and 42 seconds remain in the game, and the Giants are out in front by 13 points, 30 to 17. At the moment, Y.A. Tittles at the near sideline with timeout, talking to Al Sherman and Kyle Root. Rest of the five, the offensive unit on the field. Dale Schaffner has not played in the second half. He was hurt in the first half after scoring one touchdown and setting up a second touchdown. Jack Stroud played in the first half, was taken out in the second quarter, and Lane Howell, that fine rookie from Grambling, who's 6'5 and 265 pounds, has played all at right tackle since the early part of the second quarter. The rest of the ball club has been fairly intact, with one additional exception. 
Phil King has played three quarters of the ball game, but Hugh McElhenney is in there now at the halfback position. McElhenney and Morrison are the deep backs. Two minutes and 38 seconds to go. The Giants are out in front, 30 to 17. Here's the final score for Chicago. Here it is over the PA. Chicago wins it. Chicago 24, Detroit 14. The Chicago Bears have won the Western Division Championship 24 to 14. Beating Detroit today 24 to 14 and beating out Green Bay for the title. Now it's third and eight on the 35-yard line. Tittle takes the snap back. He's going back to pass. Looking downfield. Throws a screen out to the right. Complete to Morrison. He has two blockers. He moves downfield and is knocked out of bounds at the 34. The play only picks up a yard or two. And he's knocked out of bounds to stop the clock with two and a half minutes to go. Andy Russell knocked him out of bounds. Well, let's see now. Don Chandler is in there. So is Glenn Griffin. A field goal attempt coming up. It'll be from 40 yards out with the Giants leading by 13. It's going to be... 40, 41 yards. Let's see now. The angle is to the left. Okay, 41 yards. The teams are lined up and set. Drifting call signals. Ball to snap. Place down is kicked. It's high enough and deep enough, and it is good. It's good. The Giants go out in front, 33 to 17. And half the Giants fans goes out on the field to congratulate John Taylor. A 41-yard attempt. And the Giants lead 33 to 17. Instead of a 13-point lead, it's 16. Time remaining, 2:25. Don Chandler went into the ball game, tied for the individual scoring lead, and he may move ahead as a result of the points he scored today. But right now, the Giants are out in front, 33 to 17. Clinton Thomas and Gary Borman ready to receive the kickoff. Here's the boot now by Chandler, high and deep, coming down right to the goal line between the uprights, taken by Thomas. He runs to his right to the 10, 15, cuts back, up the middle, he comes to the 18-yard line, and there's a handoff, and down they go. Press Corbin are carrying it on the handoff for a moment at the 18-yard line. Charlie Killett and Ken Byers combine to make the tackle. So it's first and ten for the Pittsburgh Steelers. The ball is on the 18-yard line. The Giants are leading 33-17 with two minutes and 14 seconds to go, and the clock is put back in motion again. The clock is running. Pittsburgh Steelers are huddled up. Up to the line of scrimmage they come now with Buddy Dial flanked out to the left side. And with two minutes to go, there's an automatic timeout. The officials notify both benches that two minutes remain in the football game. Half of this crowd is on its feet now. Calling out to the New York Giants. The Giants having this very substantial lead. 16 points, 33 to 17 the score, with two minutes to go on the ball game. The Giants led from the outset. And the Steelers threatened time and time again. Now play is about to be resumed. They're going on the shotgun formation. Eddie Brown, eight yards back of the center, gets the snap from center. Looking to pass throw. is down the middle. And it's caught at the 30-yard line by Gary Bowman. Down he goes at the 30. It's good for a first down. First and 10 at the 30-yard line of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Tackle made by Sam Huff and Dick Lynch. And the clock is running. One minute and 40 seconds to go on this football game. Steelers snap out of the huddle. And they stay on that shotgun offense. 
Both ends split, flankers, left and right. John Henry Johnson, only man blocking back there for Brown now. Brown throwing deep, way down the left side. Dick Wentz defending, and he knocks it away. Dick Wentz knocks it away on the pass intended for Buddy Dial. So it's going to be second and ten on the 30-yard line of the Pittsburgh Steelers. And the clock is stopped with one minute and 24 seconds to go in the game. The Giants, 33, the Pittsburgh Steelers, 17. Steelers go running back into their huddle. Al DeRogatis and Joe Hassel have made their way down into the giant locker room. Now Buddy Dow comes again as a flanker to the left side. Red Mack is in the lineup now. He's split out to the right side. Again, the shotgun offense. Nine yards back of the center now. Snap comes back to Eddie Brown. He throws angry to the left side. And it's complete to Carpenter who runs out of bounds. He could have picked up additional yardage. No one was near him at the moment. He runs out of bounds at the 43-yard line of the Steelers to stop the clock at 120. So it's first and 10 for Pittsburgh on the Pittsburgh Steelers 43-yard line. The New York Giants leading 33 to 17. The clock is stopped with one minute and 20 seconds to go. That's 80 between the Giants and their third consecutive Eastern Division Championship. 80 playing seconds. Red Max flanks to the right side along with Gary Bowman. Put out to the left side, Buddy Dial, shotgun offense. Going back to pass again as Brown being rushed now. Throws way down, way down the right side. And it's deflected and knocked down by Eric Barnes. The intended receiver, Red Max. Eric Barnes knocking that one down. A ball thrown 60 yards in the air, diagonally downfield against the Giants. Way up in the air and diagonally out to the right. Falling incomplete around the 15-yard line. It'll be second and 10 on the 43-yard line. One minute and 12 seconds to go in this football game. Second and 10 on the 43 as the Steelers go to the line of scrimmage. The Bears have won their football game. The championship two weeks from today at Chicago. Going back to pass is Eddie Brown. Throws angling to the left. Almost intercepted. Knocked down. Deflected by Tom Scott. Scott making a fine defensive play. So it's third and ten on the 43-yard line. One minute and seven seconds to go. Of course, after each incomplete pass, the clock is stopped. Or each time the ball carrier runs out of bounds, the clock is stopped. Giants are out in front, 33 to 17. Red Mack runs back into the lineup. New York Giants leading by 16 points. Up to the line of scrimmage now come the Pittsburgh Steelers. Max Plank wide out to the right. Shotgun offense. Buddy Dial split to the left. Ed Brown gets a direct snap from center. Goes back to pass. Throws a screen. It's deflected and incomplete. Deflecting that pass was Jim Katkavich. He leaped high on the air to knock it away, and it fell incomplete. So it's fourth and ten on the 43, and of course, the Steelers aren't going to be punting now. Or maybe they will. A minute and three seconds to go in the football game. There's a whole change of a unit out there. The Pittsburgh Steelers' punting unit comes out, but they may well be passing. No sense in giving up the football now. Ed Brown is the punter, and of course, he is the passer. Only a single safety, Dick Pessinen back there. Fourth and ten on the 43, a minute and three seconds to go. And Brown is kicking the ball. And Pessinen lets it bounce in front of him at the 30. It rolls back along, along the 25-yard line now, and finally rolls dead at the 25. That's a surprise. 52 seconds to go in the ball game, and Glenn Griffin goes in. Glenn Griffin is in the lineup at quarterback. It's first and ten for the Giants. The defensive unit comes off, 
And they're being pounded and patted. The hands are being shook. And Roy A. Tittle is being given a big hand. He has run out on the field, thinking he'd stay in. Ali Sherman embraces him. First and ten on the 25. The clock is running. 35 seconds to go in the ball game. All the guys have to do is run one play. Griffing on a quarterback keep holds that ball. And the whistle sounds with 25 seconds to go. Charlie Killett goes into the lineup now. Let's see, he replaces Joe Morrison. And Morrison gets a great hand. The clock is running. Let's go to this crowd now with 10 seconds to go. They'll start the count. And the Giants are being fought. The goalposts are being shaken, and they'll come down in just a moment or two. And the Giants are trying to battle their way into their own locker room. The Giants have won it 33 to 17. A terrific football game played by Pittsburgh, but the explosive Giants offensive thrust was just too much. When Pittsburgh came to within six points of the Giants, Y.A. Tittle moved that ball club with three consecutive pass plays. One to Gifford, another one to Gifford, and then to Morrison for the touchdown. 78 yards for the touchdown, and that was the big difference. And the goalposts on the closed end of the field are down, and there are enough special policemen at the open end of the stadium, at the goalposts there, to see that they remain upright. But the Giants have won the Eastern Division Championship for the first great year, we're going to get down into the locker room and listen to the Giants with Joe Hassel, Aldi Regardis, and Kyle Rhodes. It should be a happy place to be. So take it away in the Giant locker room. And come on, everybody. Smile. Have a Valentine's here. You get a smile every time. In the heads of taste of a Valentine. Piccolos and banjo, smile for me. champions. Victorious over Pittsburgh this afternoon, 33 to 17. Joe Hazel is in the dressing room. He moved down there very rapidly. Let's see if we can pick up Joe Hazel while we prepare for Kyle Rhodes' regular dressing room analysis. Joe Hazel. Hold on just a minute now. Here we'll try to pick this up. Father Dudley is now. Well, we're going to attempt to bring in, I, I hear Kyle Rhodes is down there and Joe Hazel, and they're evidently preparing for our locker room broadcast when we will have an opportunity to talk with some of the players and the coaches. At Yankee Stadium, New York City, 
You're listening to New York Giants football, a feature presentation of Ivy Broadcasting Company and this radio station. Brought to you this afternoon by HP, hospital brand cough drops, for fast relief from throat irritation, breath sweetening too. For a tickle, a cough, or a wheeze, say HB's please. By P. Valentine and Sons, Newark, New Jersey, brewers of Valentine beer. You get a smile every time in the heads-up taste of Valentine. By the famous Milder White Owl Cigars, easy to find at your local drug, food, and tobacco stores. Also brought to you by these local people. WGY 810 on your radio dial. Want to whistle through the morning and hum through the afternoon with relaxing, easy listening? Then tune in to Randy English Show from 10 a.m. to 12 noon and from 1 p.m. to 3.30 every weekday. Then you know why we call WGY the smoothest sound around. Speaking for Marty Glickman, Al DeRogatis, and Joe Hassel, this is Woody Erdman inviting you to stay with us for the post-game wrap-up when we will attempt to bring in Joe Hassel and Al DeRogatis, followed by Kyle Roach's locker room report, coming up next on this station on the New York Giants Football Network. 810 and you dial the smoothest sound around. WGY Schenectady. I want to tell you about a Greek boy named Peter. Peter was sent to live with relatives last year because his family was unable to provide for him. But his parents couldn't bear the separation, and now Peter's back home. This six-year-old Greek boy faces winter without clothing that he needs. But Peter never complains. He knows that his parents can't afford to buy him any clothing. If you gave Peter and his family food, they would be able to eat for a week, perhaps a month, and then be hungry again and in need of more help. But if you helped Peter and his family buy a flock of chickens, the family would soon have food to eat and income from the sale of the eggs with which to buy clothing and other necessities. For information on how you can help a family like Peter's to help itself, write to Save the Children, Box 120, New York, 17, New York. That's Save the Children, Box 120, New York, 17, New York. Thank you. The New York Giants 33, the Pittsburgh Steelers 17. That's the final score of today's game. This is Bill Neal, along with Woody Erdman, with some of the scores of this weekend's professional football games, and a report from the locker room, a very excited locker room in the New York Giants dressing room in New York. This portion of our broadcast brought to you by Brock and Laurie Incorporated of New York for the John F. Kennedy Memorial Album, and by this local sponsor, WGY 810 on your dial in Schenectady, where high-scoring entertainment comes your way every weekday morning on Breakfast with Bill at 7 o'clock. Verbal first downs happen faster than a quarterback sneak when Bill Edwardson mans the mic. For all-round entertainment all day, every day, tune in 810 on your radio dial. Well, the New York Giants defeated the Pittsburgh Steelers this afternoon, 33-17, to and thereupon they became, for the third consecutive time, Eastern Conference champions in the National Football League. And with Chicago's victory over Detroit this afternoon, the Bears and the Giants become opponents two weeks from today in Chicago for the National Football League championship. In this game this afternoon, Pittsburgh took the kickoff to open the game, and on the first play from scrimmage fumbled. The ball recovered by Giants defensive star Jim Patton. After three unsuccessful attempts to score a touchdown, 
While deep in Steeler territory, Don Chandler initiated the scoring for the Giants with a 34-yard field goal. And so the Giants had an early lead, 3-0 over Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh and Gary Borman ran back the Giants' kickoff after the field goal. Borman went 57 yards on the run back from the Steeler 15 to the Giants 28. However, Pittsburgh gained only four yards in three plays, and so Lou Michaels was called upon to attempt the field goal. He failed, and the Giants took over on their own 20. The Giants in the next series fumbled, and the Steelers recovered. Pittsburgh quarterback Ed Brown passed to Borman on the 15, who carried to the one, where he fumbled, and whereupon Eric Barnes of the Giants picked it up and carried it out to the Giants' 34. The Giants, after that sensational defensive play, executed the series, climaxed by an equally thrilling, perfectly thrown, 41-yard pass pulled in by Del Schaffner on the goal line and carried in by Schaffner for the score. The extra point attempt by Don Chandler hit the left upright and fell no good. The Giants' first touchdown drive was good for 66 yards, and New York increased the lead. It became the Giants' 9 Pittsburgh nothing. By the way, that pass established a new record for touchdown passes, completed in the season, the 34th completed by Tittle this year, breaking his own record of 33. An intercepted Steeler pass by Dick Lynch on the Giants' 10 was carried out to the Giants' 44 by Lynch. Pittsburgh, however, intercepted a Giants' pass on the Steelers' 2 to stop the drive that at one point had New York on the Pittsburgh 5 with a first down situation. The first quarter ended with no further scoring, and it was New York 9, Pittsburgh nothing. In the closing minutes of the second quarter, a 45-yard pass play by Tittle and Schaffner moved the ball from the New York 42 to the Steelers 13. A draw play up the middle and wide to the outside moved the ball to the 8, and then another ground carry took it to the 4. Whereupon, Y.A. Tittle passed to Joe Morrison in the end zone for the second Giants touchdown and the second of the game. Giant Chandler made the conversion, and New York had a 16-0 lead. Pittsburgh entered the scoring column with just one minute and 18 seconds remaining of the first half, moving the ball from their own 29 to the Giants' 21-yard line. Lou Michaels, with a 21, with the 21, the line of scrimmage, booted a 27-yard field goal, and the Steelers had broken the scoring ice. It was New York 16, Pittsburgh 3, and that's the way the half ended. We'll take a look at the second half after we hear from Bill Deal. Bill? Ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. Now these sounds of history, these words of greatness, these words no assassin's bullet could still, are yours in a special limited edition record album. Now you can live again the memorable moments, hear again the famed familiar voice, our late president's actual speeches, the complete inaugural address, civil rights, Cuban crisis, and other highlights. This John Fitzgerald Kennedy Memorial Tribute on a 12-inch high-fidelity long plane record is encased in a beautiful album jacket featuring a full-color presidential portrait suitable for framing together with eulogies by Cardinal Cushing and other dignitaries. A record royalty on this album will be donated to charity. To obtain your memorial album, send just $3 for each album to John F. Kennedy Memorial Record. Department G, 356 West 40th Street, New York, 18, New York. Only three records to a family, please. Mail $3 for each record to John F. Kennedy Memorial Record, Department G, 356 West 40th Street, New York, 18, New York. 
Well, for those of you who have just joined us, the New York Giants have won the National Football League's Eastern Conference title for the third straight year, and the Chicago Bears are the Western Conference champions of the National Football League. They will meet two weeks from today in Chicago. We had reviewed the scoring up to halftime, at which time the Giants were out front 16-3. In the second half, the Pittsburgh Steelers continued their scoring ways, initiated in the closing seconds of the second quarter. After New York could not score, having received the second-half kickoff, Pittsburgh took possession and moved the ball from their own 34-yard line, 66 yards for the touchdown. Gary Borman scored the TD after taking a pass from quarterback Ed Brown. Lou Michaels made the conversion. The Steelers were very much in the game, 16-10. The Giants, however, came back, but good. As a matter of fact, the series, the series started on the Giants 22, and Wayne Tittle moved his team 78 yards in only six plays. The final three plays were all pass completions to Gifford for 27 and 25 yards consecutively. And then the 22-yard scoring pass to Joe Morrison. Chandler kicked the extra point. At this moment, Giants fans felt a great deal better, the score then being New York 23, Pittsburgh 10. The Giants were on the move, and on the move they stayed after the touchdown uh, came when Joe Morrison went over from the one-yard line after the Giants had moved 63 yards. Morrison scored from the one. Chandler again made the conversion in this touchdown for the Giants, and Giants fans at this point had good reason to be jubilant. New York's lead over Pittsburgh was then by 20 points, New York 30, Pittsburgh 10. Well, if the Steelers were expected to call it quits, those who expected this were disappointed rather quickly following that giant score. Pittsburgh, with time running out in the third period, climaxed the scoring drive with a 40-yard pass completion to Buddy Dow from quarterback Ed Brown. Lou Michaels added the extra point, and Pittsburgh had reduced the gap to 13 points. The score as the quarter ended was New York 30, Pittsburgh 17. The New York Giants took out additional insurance with two minutes and 25 seconds remaining in the ballgame, Don Chandler kicked an angle to the left, 41-yard field goal. Chandler entered the game, the league's scoring leader, and at this point had today added nine points to the previous total. The final score accordingly became New York 33, Pittsburgh 17, the third consecutive Eastern Conference championship for the New York Giants in the National Football League, and with Chicago's victory over Detroit, the Bears and the Giants become opponents two weeks from today in Chicago. We'll wrap up this post-game show in just 60 seconds. Across the nation, it's gift-giving time. Store windows are bright and shoppers crowd the streets. Tempting ads make choosing difficult, and often we hear the expression, for the man who has everything. Now, here's a further suggestion. This year, why not add to your list the man who has nothing? Send food for him and his family through care. Hunger seems most tragic this time of year, yet it is the very season when supplies are apt to run low. Refugees, orphans, disaster victims, the jobless especially need help. CARE has plans to deliver 6 million special food crusade packages to the neediest of these in 19 countries. But CARE asks the public to share by giving a dollar per package. Remember, the man who has nothing. With dollars to CARE Food Crusade, New York, New York, zip code 10016. Remember, every dollar sends a package in your name to CARE. Here again, Woody Erdman. As we mentioned, if you have just joined us, the New York Giants have won the National Football League's Eastern Conference title for the third straight year. 
led by veteran quarterback Y.A. Tittle, the Giants trounce the Pittsburgh Steelers at Yankee Stadium this afternoon, 33-17. The Chicago Bears are the Western Conference champions. The Bears clinched their first divisional title since 1956 by defeating the Lions 24-14. Chicago finished its season with a record of 11 wins and one loss and two ties, one half game better than the Green Bay Packers. The Bears will meet the Eastern Conference winners, our Giants, in the NFL's title game in Chicago, December 29th. As far as the tales of the Bears game is concerned, Billy Wade passed for both Chicago touchdowns, hitting Johnny Morris with a 51-yarder and Mike Ditka with a 22-yarder. Roger LeClerc kicked one field goal and two extra points. Dave Witzel killed off Detroit's chance by intercepting a pass and returning at 39 yards for a TD in the closing minute. Stay tuned now for the Locker Room Report with Kyle Rhodes, Joe Hazel, and Al DeRogatis. Thank you very much, Woody Erdman. This is Bill Neal inviting you to stay tuned for that Kyle Rhodes Report from the dressing room. This portion of today's Giants broadcast is brought to you by Bruck and Laurie Incorporated of New York City for the John F. Kennedy Memorial Album. And by this local sponsor. WGY 810 on your radio dial. Want to whistle through the morning and hum through the afternoon with relaxing, easy listening? Then tune in the Randy English Show from 10 a.m. to 12 noon, 1 p.m. to 3.30 every weekday. Then you know why we call WGY the smoothest sound around.